Hello, you beautiful internet you. Oh, I screwed it up already. There we go. I fixed it all, Mini. Hello, you beautiful internet you, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Careful Cantrip, where a group of friends from coast to coast do their absolute best to get lost in dungeons and run away from dragons. As always, I am your host and ever-loving universe DM, Dave, and these warriors of the dice beside me are my players. Guys, you already know what to do. It's been way too long. Show some love to them. Show them. Do it. Baby. I didn't know this was happening. (laughs) You'll get used to it. Don't you worry about that. Guys, thank you so much for the level six hype train. It keeps going and... I keep hearing things in my headphones, and I don't know why it keeps going off like that. Chat, can you hear weird sounds when people do things? Just want to make sure it's not you guys can't hear it on your side. Let me know. Uh, Nate, show them how much love we got. Dave, we got so much goddamn love. So much love that I think we're going to break out this. Ladies and gentlemen, we brought it back. It's ready for you. We're here to go. It's exchanged hands. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, I've, I've tried to go through. You guys are going way too quick. There's too many events happening right now. But guys, thank you so much for the amazing hype train. We ever so much appreciate you and all of the support that you throw our way. So love you. Thank you. And God damn it, am I excited for this campaign. We got something oh, for you that is going to blow your damn minds. Send you into the stratosphere entirely. I hope y'all are ready chat are you ready show me how you ready you are in chat throw up those signs not the gang signs the hype signs the love signs give it give them hell give them hell in chat i want to see a wall in chat right now yeah um, who's bricked up yeah who who bricked up <laughs> who bricked up it's something that term. we don't have to <laughs> worry about right now. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah okay yeah. Um, with that said, we do have a few announcements for the evening, uh, and I'm going to turn it over to our lovely CC CEO to start telling you about those things while I turn the music down a little bit. Oh my goodness. Does it feel good to be back? Listen, y'all, the exciting thing is you're not going to hear me talking as much, a little bit, probably about 50%. Um... For today, all I have to say is for those of you who are watching on YouTube and it's Sunday, uh, make sure you leave a comment. Uh, and next episode, we'll read your comments at the top of the episode. Woohoo! So do it because it's fun for me. Um, and now, without further ado, I would love to turn things over to the wonderful, the fantastical Nate. Hey, it's me again. What's up, guys? I got something really cool to tell you. You guys ever hear rumors about that careful cantrip platinum bobby you remember hearing about that i've heard about that a few times what's what's that all about, what about that's weird turns out <laughs> turns out these careful cantrip guys have actually launched careful careful cantrip platinum starting today we did it we nailed it oh! <laughs> guys you, you guys can check it out someone's gonna throw a link in chat for me but go check it out we built a brand new patreon page we're gonna be bringing you guys a ton of behind the scenes looks interaction with the cast we're gonna be doing video diaries there's a bunch of plans we have in store for you this is just the beginning so go check it out hit the link let us know what you think leave a comment come say hi Yep, we got lots of options and we got tons of additional content coming out. Um, Mm -hmm. Cast hangouts, special streams with uh, myself for world building, stuff with Reyna at the same time. We got behind the scenes videos. We've got weekly video diaries from each one of the cast members. So you can get some insight on how the character's feeling, some of the things that happen that 
Made him happy, made him sad, made him mad. Who knows? Lots and lots of stuff is going to be happening over there. So please go check it out. See if it's your thing. We'd love to have you over there. Um, Aside from that, we do have a couple sponsors for the evening. Our official campaign sponsors for the entire campaign, the lovely, great Grimoire. We've talked about it on this channel a few times already, but if you are looking for 3D printable minis, they are the best in the game out there. I promise you that. I looked everywhere. I found the best ones possible. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's something. It's something. Head on over to either their Instagram, their Patreon, or wherever you get your mini downloads. I get mine from mini factories, um, and and it's all there for you. Just go crazy, have fun with it, you know. And hey, tell them we sent you. Aside from that, we do have another sponsor for the evening, our friends over at Mithril Armory. They are starting a brand new prep Kickstarter for their dice scroller. It's this little like wheel of fortune thing or price. Price is right thingy. I don't know what the hell you call those things. Uh, but they are fantastic. They are amazing from what I've seen of the prototypes. The Kickstarter is going live soon, which you can go check out uh, if you use, I think, exclamation mark uh, M-A. I think is that what I that's what I did? Either that. I set up as a timer. I got a lot. There's too much happening today, guys. But we do have a giveaway for the evening. They have offered which is absolutely credible of them. I'll put it up on screen right now. The portable dice box slash roller. The boundless dice box as we know it. It's on screen right now, but it's covering all the pretty people's faces, but there it is in all its glory. I am gonna love having one of these things. Hopefully I can convince uh, Mithril Armory to send one my way. Um, But uh, it's a dice tower, it's a dice case, it's everything in one. It's nice leather bound fantastic and amazing fits the uh fits your dice sets standard dice sets perfectly and you can just walk around with them on your pocket they're amazing uh use exclamation mark roll right now in chat you can be entered to win we're gonna go ahead and do that at the end of the episode Woo, boy howdy and level seven hype train guys thank you so much powers i saw you b-town i saw you rowdy as always thank you so much my friend appreciate you og uh mclover all y'all all y'all thank you so much there's too many notifications on my screen right now and it's all thanks to you thank you so much um i think that's all i've got though Ah! i'm not ready are we not ready do we want to do we want to wait for a minute yeah, let's okay. postpone it yeah. another month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, thanks so much for joining us tonight, we'll guys. guys. We'll see you next month. No, we're kidding. We're kidding. <laughs> All right. In that case, do I have everything set up? God, you check these things like a million times over before you go live, and it's like, uh, did I do it right this time? Uh, Reina is a bit quiet. Okay, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and turn that up. But let me turn this down. Let's go ahead and set the mood, shall we? Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Okay, I'll shut up. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> and hey, I guess without any further ado, let's begin. In the realm of dreams and whispered spells, where reality and fantasy in waltzes dwell, fairy tales are not mere stories, my dear. They're portals to worlds both far and near. 
dragons soaring in moonlit skies, frogs transformed by princesses' kisses. Oh my. In the tapestry of tales where bedtime stories are weaved, echoes, whispers of wisdom, ready to be received. Yet listen closely, don't be beguiled, for fairy tales are more than just smiles. They represent our fears, our desires, our darkness is cast. For in the brightest of fantasies, shadows hold fast. Ancient wisdom, a heart's quiet reprieve. For those who believe, the tales never leave. As pages turn and stories dance, remember that within each tale, truths may enchant. In the realm of dreams, where stories unfurl, the magic lingers like the essence of the world. With a kernel of truth in every written line. So heed my words, listener, once upon a time. In the heart of the Emerald Empire, where the enchantment of the Fey folk dances in harmony with human innovation, a tapestry, a verdant landscape unfolds. From the towering snow caps of the peaks of the Bombspine mountain range, to the ancient and thriving forests of Furland, an era of tranquility has cast a radiant glow upon the western realms of the continent. This golden epoch finds its sanctuary in it the majestic bastion known as the Emerald City, where the illustrious rulers King Oz and Queen Ozma preside over the realm. Blessed by a gentle touch from the fairy godmother, the realm has experienced a respite, tender season of light rains and hushed winds. Yet within the shadows that grace their prosperous land, arrows do linger. Ferocious beasts prowling, seeking their daily sustenance, while dubious figures with nefarious intent roam the edges of civility. And to the east of the bomb spine, a foreboding war realm warms, warns all to stray not into its enigmatic depths. Yet our tale's genesis unfolds far from these known territories. In a quaint little village nestled in the southern expanse of the Emerald Empire, Star Tier Valley. Resting humbly at the foot of the formidable Storm Ring Peaks, this settlement exists more as a, a vital nexus of intricate web of commerce than just a mere dot on a map. A discreet marker slightly off the beaten path from the famed Yellow Brick Road strategically positioned between the Emerald City and the bustling south port of Seesaw Harbor. The sun's benevolent rays bathe the village in warmth, while the moon stands sentinel, casting its silvery glow upon the peaceful slumber of the villagers. Yet, unbeknownst to the serene inhabitants, the threads of destiny quietly begin to weave their intricate pattern, setting the stage for an extraordinary tale. On this night, the 27th of warmth on the 962nd cycle, bathing the village in its glow, the moon takes note of two small mortals that sing its praise. 
In a small clearing just outside of the village, a mother and daughter stand holding their hands up as if to catch the moon's rays. The elder of the two stand with a radiant grace that transcends mortal beauty. Her pale porcelain-like skin gleams in the soft glow of the moonlight. Atop her smooth, bald head, she adorns a shimmering silver tiara with symbols dedicated to the moonlit seer. Sleeping Beauty. She wears a faded silk robe of sky blue with similar lunar symbols stitched, stitched in cobalt blue. And directly in front of her, with head bowed in praise, Reina, would you please introduce and describe your character? I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, before you, you see a uh, Eladrin elf, um, average height. Uh, got some uh, sort of uh, Nordic vibe attire on. Uh, she's got uh, braids in her hair um, up into two buns atop her head, but the other half is down, uh, very long and wavy uh, and very much white. Um, she's got one blue eye and one gold eye um, and she is bowing her head, trying very hard to focus. And her name? Her name is Rune. The older woman named Laura Lane Starnfall, or Laura for short, turns down on her daughter, looks down on her daughter with a radiant and proud smile before her, turning her face back towards the sky. As the parade of the night sky continues, we thank all within the parade for their ever-vigilant march. And at this holiest of times, we give thanks to the coming of our mistress, the Celestial Dreamweaver. We ask that your lights guide our path as forever it has, that you offer your wisdom to the village of the Star Tier, that you continue to shine upon our family, and we thank you for the gifts that you bestow upon our daughter and pray that she may serve you as you have served her. With the turning of the wheel into your house, we offer our vow once more. O oh, great Aurora, we vow to safeguard the delicate balance between the mortal realm and the ethereal as vigilant defenders at their crossroad. We embrace the delicate threads within the divine tapestry and seek to help those that need guidance to your lunar wisdom. And we offer ourselves as guides to those departed whom seek to commune with the world within dreams. May your insight glow within us, so we might shine outward. Praise be the sleeping beauty. Letting her arms fall down at her side, Laura once again turns her attention to Rune standing in front of her. You've done so well in your training, Rune. I can't even begin to tell you how proud I am. Well, thank you. I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm not surprised. I, I mean, I have been doing um, really, really, uh, really well. Yes, you have, my dear. 
and soon your pillage to Avalon High Temple is coming soon. You must be very excited to meet those of your faith. Yeah, um, when, when, um, when, when is that again? A few fortnights from now, not too long, closer to the end of this cycle within the parade. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Do you think they're going to test me a lot there? There will be a number of tests, yes, but none that you can study for. Just remember the practices and the rituals that we've gone through together. Simply focus on harboring the intuition that's offered by the Sleeping Beauty. She's guided our way for many generations, and she'll continue to do so with you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yes. And one other thing. I was waiting for the pilgrimage, but I think now is the perfect time. You watch as your mother turns and begins to make her way over to your belongings that you've set to the side. This has been handed down through our family for generations, Rune. Your grandmother gave it to me, as hers did to her around this age. Now it's time to pass it on to you. She reaches down to retrieve a long object wrapped in a cloth. You'd notice this on the way, however, she brushed it off, changing the conversation, pointing the attention back to your brother. She walks back towards you with the wrapped gift, outstretched. This is for you, Rune. May it guide you on all of your paths. Wow. She'll take it and just open it, unwrap it immediately. As you unwrap the gift, you find an object of radiant beauty, forged from celestial silver, a slender staff shimmering in the moonlight. It too is adorned with some intricate lunar carvings. Your hands grip the cool metal. Your eyes gaze up and down the staff. At its tip, a deep blue crystal that has been carved in the shape of a waxing moon. Taking it from your mother's hands, you're surprised how you almost feel and an immediate bond to it overall. As the pole suddenly begins to warm within your hands. Cool. This holy relic is the Crescent Moon Staff. It has helped many members of your family to help them find their way. And now it's here to guide you. Raina, um, please add the Crescent Moon Staff as a mace. Love it. Uh, Rune will immediately uh, start uh, batoning it, um, sort of like, you know, like this. Whoa! Look at me go! Look! I'm so good! She's she's trying her best to look super cool with it. Uh, go ahead and make a performance check for me. Woo! All right. Let's roll, baby. Oh, yes, boy. Campaign. Oh, boy. Well, 
It's got to be high. One, 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 one. (laughs) (laughs) Ten. Uh, Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. Okay. (laughs) It's nice uh, average. You've you've done well with it so far. It's um, the the couple twirls that you've let off has given a a radiant sparkle to it. Um, But again, your mother just smiles more happy to see you enjoying the gift. Um, so, so what, what, um, so what, any, any cool things I can do with this other than, you know, like uh, what, what's obvious. Well, if you focus intently on both the staff, as well as our teachings, you too will allow the sleeping beauty to release her magic through you. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. Uh, maybe, um, you, do you want me to try it right now? Or, or maybe I should do it a little bit later. That's completely up to you, my dear. Maybe, maybe I'll keep it between, um, me and, and sleeping beauty. That sounds like a good plan to me then, my dear. Um, did you say that my brother is nearby? Uh, he's found himself somewhere at this point. As your mother continues to smile towards you. The moon is almost at its peak. We'll pack up. You go find your brother. Sounds good. Thanks, Mom. You're very welcome, my dear. As she gives you a long embrace. Hey, wait. Before I go, can you can you do a reading on me? A reading on you? Of course yeah. I can. Okay. She, she reaches for a small stat- satchel directly attached to a belt loop. And as she pours it out into her hand, you once again see the familiar polished stones. As she shakes them in her hand for a moment, letting them fall to the ground, the two of you crouch down as you've done many, many times. Good fortune and favor seem to be your way, Rune. Continue to follow your path, and the riches, spiritual riches, will follow along with you, giving you guidance and protection. You're doing so good at that, Mom. I mean, I knew I could see that from the reading, obviously, myself, too. But you're doing so good at at knowing what it all means and, and, you know, telling me what it means. You'll learn one day, my dear. Just as potentially your role as one of the Lunar Oracles. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's way later, right? Like that's way after I go I go to Avalon, right? Well, we'll see what the high priestesses have to say. Okay. I'm going to go find my brother. Don't be too long, my dear. Oh, I won't. Not from far from off from Rune and her mother. 
three voices are heard debating. As three Myconids younglings stand in front of a large sequoia tree, Rudy, Trubbert, and the youngest, Albo. They argue at the scene in front, in, fr in front of them. Rudy speaks up first. There's no way he's going to do it. Sherbert, Shrubert, stares confidently. But he's got those log human arms. Bulbo, with a side of confidence and almost cocky grin. Yeah, he's more forest than people, though. He cups his hands around his mouth. Keep going! You got this! Twenty feet above them, desperately trying to scale the thick trunk of the sequoia, a young adolescent pushes on with a stern look of determination on his, on his face. Bobby, please introduce and describe your character. Uh, you see climbing up the tree a fairly large Eladrin, uh, six feet tall in stature, sporting the same white hair as his twin, Rune. Uh, also wearing very similar kind of Nordic-inspired clothing. Clearly a bit more rough around the edges than his sister. Um, he, uh, or Beric, I should say, uh, looks back at his shroomish friends. This is going to be easy. Who's got bets on me? Come on. And he continues to scale. Rudy yells up, just remember our deal. Oh, shit. I forgot. When was the deal again? As you continue to climb, you consider if this was a good idea or not. I mean, they did promise to teach you more of their forest magic. And that one spell, Druidcraft, oh, yeah. has been pretty fun so far. Then again, the top of the tree is high stakes for a spell. As you continue to climb, the darkness envelops you making it difficult to see through the thick, thick branches of the sequoia. Bobby, go ahead and make a nature check for me. Here we go. This is going to be the luck for the rest of my campaign. If you get that one you asked for earlier. Oh. Oh. That is an 18 plus one, 19. A 19. Very good. A strong wind blows, shifting some of the branches you climb. And... As if the tree has heard your mental concerns, the leaves begin to part like curtains, revealing the perfect route up. It takes you more than a brief moment, but eventually you make it to the top. You find footing on a branch that allows you to see well beyond the canopy. Peering out, you see the vast stretches of land sprawled out in front of you. You think of all the possibilities that this world has to offer. The expanse seems alive, just brimming with adventure, just for you to reach out for. Your heart flutters in your chest as you take it all in. And just in that moment, a strong gust of wind sweeps through the valley, causing the stone hoops atop the storm ring peaks to give off their familiar harmonic hum. All seems both alive and at peace, all in one moment. 
As you begin to look around, something catches your eye. Closer to the trunk's tip, you notice a branch unlike any other. This single branch looks like it's died off many years ago and is now an ashen white. All of the bark seems to have blown off during storms or winds or snow, making it almost shine in the moonlight. I will attempt to remove it. Okay. <laughs> As you reach down, you begin to wiggle it slightly and feel there's some give there. Go ahead and make an athletic check with, at advantage for me. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Uh, that is a... It's my athletics plus one. 15. With a 15, you continue to rock it back and forth, putting all of your weight into it. Finally, a successful snap is heard. However, that was your anchor to the tree. I need you to go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw for me. <laughs> oh, that was outside the... It's a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, first, first death Where's of the campaign. One? Fantastic. <laughs> I wouldn't have had it any other way, you know. Now we know the loser of the campaign. Thank yep. you for biting the dice for that. Oh yeah. Someone had to. I'm just glad it wasn't me. All As this time off, you still didn't get better at D and D, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Should've rolled Dave's dice. Yeah. Should've could have didn't. As you continue to rock back and forth hearing the snap. You lose your footing immediately as you begin to fall down through the tree canopy. You feel... Yo, check it out. I found this really sick... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you feel yourself falling as the wind rushes past you, feeling the branches give you scrapes and bumps and bruises as you continue to fall. What are you doing, Beric? Uh, <laughs> he's just calling out as he's like sort of reaching left and right. Catch me, Bulbo. Catch me. <laughs> <laughs> as you scream out to your friends below, clearly they hear the cries. And as they do, they begin to gather in a semicircle as they sway back and forth, just like leaves of grass within the wind. And as they do and start to chant their incantations, you suddenly feel yourself starting to slow as some of the tree branches now begin to push together, creating small nests of leaves underneath you. You still pass through rather quickly, but the further you fall, the more it starts to slow until you almost reach the final branches at the lower end of the tree, which cradle you like a large net. As you feel yourself stop, the leaves start to give away and part once again, as you're able to find your footing back down on the ground proper. As your feet hit the forest floor once more, the Mykonid gather around you in praise, all shouting excitedly, You're the best, Beric! Yeah, you're all right. <laughs> and all right. <laughs> a deal's a deal. Now, what should I teach you? Oh, here, give me that stick. As he puts his hand out, looking for the 
large stick that you just pulled from the tree. All right, no tricks. It's fine. I'll give it back. As Rudy takes the torn branch within his hands, he closes his eyes and begins to concentrate. To connect with the forest magic, you gotta focus. Feel yourself let go. Imagine your feet planted deep into the ground like roots and keep burrowing them down until you feel like a warm spot, like it's been touched by the stars themselves. You'll know what I mean when you feel it. And then wrap your roots around that spot and pull the warmth up through your trunk into your branches until... Just like that, the branch he holds begins to glow. Rudy opens his eyes with a wide smile. There you go! Shillelagh! Now you try. Alright, yeah. I, I got this. <laughs> Takes the staff in his hand. Um, and then immediately he sees a bee and sort of gets off track. Just starts watching. Well, check it out. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you gotta focus, Beric. He sort of digs his feet magics. into the dirt below him and uh, will cast Shillelagh. Okay. I don't know if that's how you pronounce that. Shillelagh or Shillelagh? It's Shillelagh. I like I like Shillelagh. I like Shillelagh. Get your own flavor. Shillelagh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down with it. Hand gestures to go along with it. Maybe also a hip hop. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. While yeah. I'm sitting in pop out. Mm -hmm. There it is. Oh, wow. You're right. It's, you know what it feels like? It's actually like when you're in a lake and you're like swimming around, right? And uh, you have to pee, but you don't want to get out. And so, uh, <laughs> let it happen. It feels a lot like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Rudy looks back to his friends. <laughs> People are weird. Weird and brave. <laughs> the mic and its smile and laugh at the sight of the branch now vibrantly glowing within your hands. The branch immediately stops. As the Mykonids seem to turn, as something else draws their attention off in the distance. As you turn to face the direction, you suddenly hear the voice of your sister calling off in the distance. That sounds like our cue. Cool hanging out with you tonight, Beric. Catch you next time. All right. See you later, Shroom Dudes. <laughs> Shrubbert pats you on the book. Back. You're a wild book. one as Bulbo runs up and gives your legs a hug. Mm, more forest than people. As he gives another smile as the three turn and disappear into the dark forest night. Just as your sister begins to arrive at the clearing. I'd like to... Oh. Uh... <laughs> reach reach down and, and look like I'm tying my shoe but really I'm gathering a uh, mud ball in my hand mm. well um, I would like to say that um, Rune uh, would be already preparing something <laughs> so she, she's um, she's going to um, cast uh, 
uh, thaumaturgy to sort of have a um, uh, like a gust of wind blow from the other direction to try and convince Beric that's the way that she's coming from. This is not only like brother sister vibes, but like I will turn this fucking car around vibes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In that case, Rune, go ahead and make a deception check for me. Beric, you can go ahead and make an opposing insight check for me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you're fucked. Oh, I don't know. I don't know because I rolled really high. 17 that... plus two is 19 for me. Awesome. Oh, you! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this game That's is fucking right. rigged. <laughs> oh, so glad I took proficiency in deception. Um, <laughs> Doesn't bode well. Uh, okay. Well, so sorry. It's your turn, Dave. <laughs> I just got excited. No, you By go. all means, describe <laughs> describe what Barrick sees. <laughs> Uh, so, Beric, you just, you hear, like, a gust of wind and sort of like a twig snap from the other direction, um, from which you thought I was coming. Okay, so, <laughs> Beric, having gathered a, a nice pile of mud in his hand, smiles, a little smirk, as he shoots in that direction and chucks the mud into the bushes. <laughs> Um, while this gotcha, is happening, fucko. <laughs> while that's happening, Rune is going to be sneaking up behind him. The attempt is going to be uh, to wet willy him. Uh, okay, well, um, make a stealth check with advantage. Ooh, okay. Uh, wow. Okay, so uh, what's my stealth? Well, that's a dirty 20. <laughs> dirty 20. Pretty good. The dice gods need this to happen. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Beric is quite proud. Like we're on your side when it comes to Bobby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Your own, like, magic? Fuck you, but Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Beric, you seem relatively confident in where you've thrown the mud ball, thinking that you've hit directly, albeit Rune seems to be creeping up from the other side. As soon as you yell out, gotcha, fucko, you feel a slobbering wet mess within your ear. Uh, he <laughs> shoots back, not realizing that it was her, maybe thinking that like a, I don't know, a, a spider or a slug is crawling in his ear and right. he starts running into the woods <laughs> deeper into the woods <laughs> all right ruin you watch as your brother takes off running immediately remembering that your mother specifically sent you on the mission to go collect your brother for the end of the night before you head home yeah, she'll she'll try and grab onto a piece of clothing and be like, Bear, Bear, it's me! It's me! I hate you so much. No, you don't. How do no, you even you do don't. that? I, well, because I've been practicing with mom and I'm getting stronger. And wasn't that cool? Aren't you proud of me? Oh, yeah, you guys were uh, talking to the moon lady. Getting all yeah. spiritual. 
Well, yeah, I was trying my best, okay? It's, it's coming. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I can, I can do it, okay? Sure you can. Okay, anyway, yeah, what well, do you if want? you're so, if you're so talented, you did, you can't do that. Can you do what I just did? What? Give you a wet willy? And he'll shove his... Gross! Okay. Okay, all right. You're, you're, you're disgusting. All right. Um, Mom wanted me to come get you. All right, fun's over. Well, let's head on back. And he pushes her from the side and starts jogging. Where's <laughs> Mom? Was. Wait! Mayor, what? Who are you just talking to? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> As the two make their way back to their mother and eventually back to the village proper, the night passes by with virtually no surprises. Nothing unfamiliar in the small town or small village of Startier. The next morning, Oh, why did I lose my notes? Where did my notes go? As the sun breaks... You don't need them. You're a master DM. Go. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Just make it up. I'm just gonna, that, I mean, that's generally what I do. <laughs> As the sun breaks, the sound of a rooster bellows out through the village. And through a tiny farmhouse window, the sun catches the face of a small young woman. The sun rays tickle her button nose awake. Jess... Please introduce and describe your character for us. Okay. Uh, my character's name is Minnie. She is a halfling. And even though she's, I guess, shorter, somehow she looks a little bit taller because she's so lanky. Um, she has like these big round eyes, this sweet little button nose with freckles all over, uh, flushed kind of apple cheeks. Um, but other than that, that's where the cuteness stops. She's uh, very chaotic and very unkempt. So she has this these messy sort of pigtails and waves that uh, I, I, like I doubt she's brushed her hair. Um, and she's dressed mainly in what's clean, but usually black because she gets it dirty and gets yelled at less if she's in darker colors. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> she's figured it out. <laughs> As the most unwelcome sun moves its way up to your eyes, a sense of dread suddenly washes over you as you know exactly what is about to happen. Your bedroom door crashes open. Rise and shine, my little egg. The sound of your father's voice fills the entire room. Up and out of mini. The early bird gets the word. Carp diem. Time to seize the day. He walks over to your window and pulls the curtains open wide. Oh, she like burrows underneath the covers and she's prepared to hold them down there. As uh, you attempt to hold it down, your father walks over, pulling the quilts down below your face. Come now, egg. Today's a very special day. Do you know why? Why? 
It's the first tomato harvest of the year. How could you not be excited for this? Oh my god. That's exactly this what I thought. Five more minutes. Five more minutes? Tomatoes never wait, my Ten dear. Five more minutes. Get yourself Please. dressed, have some no. breakfast, and I'll meet you. I'll meet you outside in the cool dirt. Get it? Because it's cool from the night before. <laughs> exactly. You're a lucky, lucky girl as he turns and leaves your room, closing the door behind him. I go back to sleep. <laughs> you attempt to go back to sleep, but begin to hear the scurrying of little feet from underneath your bed. Not a moment later, a tiny snout peeks out from underneath. Jeremy, the tiny, tiny pig, squirms his way out from under your bed and immediately puts his hooves against the bed. He lets out tiny squeals as he gives his best effort in tiny hops to join you on the bed. Jeremy, shh, you're going to get caught again. You know I'm not supposed to have you in here. He continues to oink and whine a little bit. Continuing, okay. giving you big, large eyes as he continues to jump up the best he can. Okay, okay, okay. We have to get you outside with our secret way, though. Are you ready? Huh? I'm gonna, can I pull a rope out from under the bed and I want to tie a little, tie him in like a little bow? And I'm going to attempt to lower him out the window. Okay. <laughs> as you've done many times before, you find a, a very large ribbon. One that you've used in, with your hair, with some of your attire from time to time, as you wrap it around the tiny little pig. Opening up your window, you slowly begin to lower it down. He looks up with you, very sad, already missing his friend. I'll see you soon. I'll meet you by the hole. Oink, 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 oink. Okay. And I drop the rope and or the ribbon. Jeremy continues to fall down the 18 stories because you oh, live oh, in an no. apartment. I'm no, kidding. No, 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 I'm no. kidding. He's fine. It's fine. There's only one story. <laughs> Jeremy has plot armor, Dave. <laughs> He's already got the plot armor. I get it. As he you kill let the main go, character in episode one. I know, right? As uh as you let go of the ribbon and watch him kind of scurry right away a little bit, knowing full well that he's going to be headed back to your favorite hole. You hear your father call out again. Come on, Minnie! Um, gathering stone rolls no mass. Or was that the right one? Hurry up! I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming. Oh, my God. And she just, like, picks whatever seems to be clean up off the floor. Um, and she'll kind of like not washing her face, no brushing of the hair. Uh, she'll just slouch down the stairs d dramatically slowly. Like she's playing it up. Okay. Fair enough. As you continue to make your way down the stairs. You head into a small kitchen where your mother Penelope has already laid out a large and hearty breakfast. 
breads and cheeses, fruits and nuts, a large pot of porridge, a bowl of fresh mushrooms and salted hard-boiled eggs, and of course, a large plate of bacon and fried sausage. It's a good thing that Jeremy didn't necessarily see this part. <laughs> good morning, my dear. How did you sleep? Did you sleep well? Is the new quilt too soft for you? How's your bowel movements? Fine, Mom. Everything's great. They're still regular? Yes, Mom. They're still regular. Listen, I, I'm your mother. I can be worried about my daughter's if she's regular or not. So put me on trial. Here, have some porridge as she pours you a bowl. Oh, she sits down kind of like a little exasperated. And she just like rubs her eyes still waking up. And uh, then she'll eat the porridge. She'll start to eat the porridge. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. By the way, I just wanted to let you know. I heard some oinking coming from your room last night. She'll, like, hesitate with the porridge almost in her mouth. I don't You keep talking about this oinking. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm snoring? You think I'm stupid, Minnie? I've seen you. I've seen you outside. He's tiny. He's cute. He's adorable. I get it. Just don't let your father find out. They'll be hell to pay. She'll kind of give a little a little bit of a grateful smile. She'll be like, thanks, Mom. You're welcome. Now eat up. He just gets so lonely. Minnie, he's a pig. Pigs don't get lonely. Pigs have feelings, too. I'm not going to have this argument with you again, my dear. Listen. The chickens need to be fed, the onion needs to lay another layer of topsoil, and you know how excited your father gets on tomato day. I know. I don't get it. Tomatoes are like the worst fruit. I know. I know. It's not your cup of tea. I get it. But you're going to have to learn this stuff, Minnie. One day the farm will be yours and you'll have an entire village to provide for. Alderman Faust and the council make the rules, but we all know your father's the most important person in the entire village. That will be your responsibility someday. But, Mom, what if I don't want to do anything on the farm? It's so boring. You have to feed chickens, like, every day. You do, yes. You have to feed the chickens, the sheep, the horses, everything. Can't somebody else feed the chickens? Honey, you'll learn one day that this is your responsibility. It's your lineage. I know it might not seem the fun, most fun, but it gives you purpose. I don't want purpose. I just want adventure and to sleep in. I don't think you can do the two things themselves. Sleeping in, I can't help you with. Adventure, on the other hand. Well, your father's got a whole patch of adventure just waiting for you outside right now. Okay, Mom. I'm going. That's my girl. 
as she She'll takes take the bowl. Oh. As she takes your plate and bowl and walks over to the rinsing area. Before I leave, I'll just kind of like tilt my head underneath her just to wait for a kiss on the head. <laughs> and then she'll leave. Okay. You feel a small kiss from your mother as uh, as she continues to watch you make your way out the doorway. As you find yourself outside in front of the large barn, your father's already there waiting for you. Ah, little egg! I knew you couldn't wait either! It's gonna be a wonderful day. We've got an entire field of tomatoes to go through. So how long do you think an entire field is gonna take? Realistically, if I go fast. Like if I'm a fast learner? If you're fast, I mean, I can't see it taking more than, I don't know, 16 hours? Holy shit! Hey, watch your tone, young lady. Sorry, but 16 hours? You have to embrace... sleep for 16 hours? You have to embrace the tomato, Minnie. Here, come with me. And he begins to lead you out into the field. Alright. As he wraps his hand around one of the large beef eaters, he says, come take a look at this. Okay. Do you not see the beauty of the creation that the fairy godmother has given to us in these lands? Do you think there's anyone anywhere else where you could get the perfect, round, beautiful skin of this tomato? I mean, I guess it's a nice tomato, but don't you ever want to see other lands? Uh but we have the best tomatoes here. But maybe there's more to life than just tomatoes, Dad. Well, I'd be surprised if that was the case. I mean, look at the grand majesty of it as he kind of begins to survey the entire field. Rows and rows of beautiful, small, beautiful fruits. Put them in sauces, put them in salads. You can eat them raw. He continues to look out and continue to kind of mutter onward about tomatoes. As he does, completely lost in the moment, you hear the small oinks of your friend Jeremy. As he kind of motions his head over to the side. I'll take a look at Jeremy and like also kind of keep an eye on my dad to make sure he's still distracted by his own tomato voice. He has not stopped going on and on about the majesty of tomatoes. Okay. Is there like a scarecrow nearby or something that I could just like put beside him? <laughs> They're not too far from the barn, actually just propped up beside it. You do see a scarecrow. Go ahead and make a stealth check for me, Minnie. Okay. <laughs> Distraction Scarecrow. <laughs> Distraction Scarecrow. <laughs> Stealth check. That is going to be... It's a 21. A 21. With ease, you quickly tiptoe away, not causing even a disturbance within the dirt, let alone the sound. As you make your way over to the sta Scarecrow, 
you actually find directly beside it what looks to be a black robe. Clearly meant for farming out in some of the uh, the more dastardly rain weathers. Perfect. Perfect. Jeremy, he won't even know. She'll put the black robe on it and I'm going to see if I can maybe give it some pigtails. Like I'll rip off a piece of straw and then wrap it around and then I'll take the robed pigtailed scarecrow back and then I'll just plant it beside him and wait a little and then I'll leave. Okay. In that case, do me a favor. As you dress up the scarecrow, go ahead and make a deception check for me. Okay. 13. 13. As you bring the mock mini up towards your father, planting it quickly into the ground, you watch for a moment as he turns his head for a moment, just ever so slightly, just to be able to catch the scarecrow out of the corner of his eye. Are you catching all this mini? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, all right. Salad, sauces, yep, mm-hmm. All right, good. I'm glad you're finally paying attention to this stuff. Now, let's talk about seeds. He continues to go on and on as you and Jeremy are able to slip away into the morning sun. Sick. <laughs> Not far from the farmhouse, a large courtyard resides relatively close to the center of town. However, this courtyard is a bit different than those that you've seen before. Not covered in vines and flower beds and plants of different sizes. No, this courtyard has a very distinct and specific purpose. Inside, a number of racks filled with various weapons and different kinds of training armories. A number of dummies set up in and around, some for hand-to-hand -hand combat, while others are there specifically for ranged exercises. And in the midst of the morning sun, two individuals stand poised, both with training sword in hand. The first being a vibrant yet strong female lioness wild. And directly across from her, her pupil, Beck. Would you please introduce and describe your character for us? Quite small in stature in comparison to her ma. You see this small little fox, thin arms, lugging this giant sword, but pure determination in her face. Her golden eyes flare up, a small snarl in her snout, and her ears flip back, covered in gold rims, little protective shields over the edges of them. Clearly, she is prepared for battle. She sweats through her shirt. <sighs> Again! <sighs> And what is this young foxling, foxling's name? Vea Ward. As your mother stares down towards you as you call out in front of her, she positions her sword once more. Your anger gets the best of you, my dear. 
It helps me hit harder. And that's important. If I don't hit hard enough, I'll never be able to take the other down. You have so much strength. It helps me. You know that. Strength is not all a warrior needs. Now, but it helps. It can, in the right circumstances. Mm-hmm. Now, she straightens herself up once more, holding her sword in a ready defensive position. Again. And you see Vea sharpen up, squaring her shoulders to face her mother. And then with a full body motion, lifting that sword up and a big momentum, sweeping it around, not really quite able to take it as an overhead swing and instead going low for the ankles. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll for me. <laughs> yep. That one, that one. Don't, don't wish that upon me. How dare, how dare. <laughs> it's not great. It, it is a nine. A nine. As you try and sweep out her legs, she's easily able to sidestep around you. You take in not only the grace, but the poise and stature, the discipline in her movements. As she simply twirls around you, you feel the back end and the blunt ends of the sword hilts hit you slightly on the back of your head, pushing you forward. You fall tumbling forward a bit. You're just playing with me now. There is nothing fun about training, Veya. Right. I'm sorry. Now, do you know why you didn't hit me? Because I was slow? Not necessarily. You tried to use all of your strength. Right. That is I was supposed to do. Because if I use all my strength, then I can hit faster and harder, which makes it a better attack. Did I use any of my strength? No. Right. I used grace. That is an important element of any type of combat. Again. Fine. And Vea will compose herself once again, trying to position her feet a little bit more delicately, one in front of the other, paying attention now more to her mother's feet and where they go. Go ahead and make another attack roll for me. It's a 10. Yeah, it's 20. slightly better. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just... <laughs> I don't think your chanting is helping me. <laughs> <laughs> As it turns out, no points of inspiration were awarded. <laughs> Trying to focus on her feet this time, you judge where she'll be stepping, or at least try to imagine where she might go. As you thrust your sword forward once again, again she twirls and spins out of the way, like a ballerina's grace, mixed with the true strength and confidence of a warrior. You're trying too hard, Vea. Let that be your second lesson. Do you just see her eye twitch a little bit? I'm supposed to try hard, though. Like, I'm... What am I... What? 
you see her break just a little bit as she's trying to figure out like the right balance of trying really hard but not too hard and grace and lugging around this giant sword and being strong but not too strong and <laughs> calm your emotions my dear battles are not fought with your hands and feet first it helps to have them though they are the outcome battles are fought in the mind first now relax take a deep breath You just see her with her full body breathing in, literally as if it were just a test of itself of just how much air she could take into her small body, ballooning out, filling out her lungs as best she can. <sighs> Good. Now once more. And you see her face just... Hone in. Those eyes narrow. Bobby, you should have said it this time. It was a nat 20. Nat, nat 20. It was just delayed from the last one. Yes. Yeah. Mm. It takes a while to get there. Finding your focus. Focusing in on all of the lessons that your mother has taught you. You close your eyes for a moment, composing yourself. Focusing and imagining the strike. You connect your mind and your body all at once. And with neck break speeds, faster than you've ever gone before, stronger than you ever have before. You find your mother's blade. You look up towards her as she smiles down upon you. She puts her hand on your shoulder. You've done very well, Vea. Very well. Thank you. The two of you spend a bit of a moment together before you notice two individuals making their way through the outer courtyard gates. You've seen these individuals before. Some of the other town guard that report into your mother. Captain, Captain Ward. She immediately changes her demeanor, once again becoming much more serious, falling into her role as the captain, as she lets her arm off of your shoulder and turns attention towards the guards. They immediately sits up straight, kind of putting on airs in front of this group. We've had a bit of an issue last night at Huff and Puff. Seems the McConnell boys are having problems domestically again. We've locked the two up, but I think it best that a word from the captain to remind them of the civility of this town might be the best bet. The Huff and Puff, is everyone okay? Your mother gives you a very sharp glance. Al works there. Yes. Well, 
I'll join you shortly. Let us put our things away. Vea? Can I go? Clear up Please. the courtyard. No, I'll... Your father will be waiting for you inside. But... Here, she hands you her sword before turning and making her way out the courtyard gates with the other guards. Yes, Captain. As you continue to clean up the courtyard, just as you're about to finish, I need you to go ahead and make a perception check for me. Five. I'm pouting. You can kind of see her dunks duck. Is it? No, it's goose. It's goose stomping around, like kicking up a small storm, you know, taking all of her anger out on a tiny pebble in the grass. She even like lifts up her sword and like smashes it into the ground a little bit. Not clearly paying attention to anything around her. <laughs> As you kind of thrash about cleaning up the items within the courtyard, you don't note the massive individual sneaking up from behind you. Immediately, you feel yourself picked up in a strong grip. Ah! What? Put me down! You hear her just yell out frantically, her red tail swishing about furiously. You immediately feel the soft mane of your father directly on the nape of your neck. You did fantastic, Vea! Did you see it? Oh, I wish you could have seen yourself. You finally bested her. You bested her all on your own. You oh, didn't see that? Of course I saw it. You see, I went low with it, you and I tried so to trigger low. with my eyes, and I looked one way. She at didn't one see it coming. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, so... I only got it once, though, and then the other ones. But I did get it. You did. And you'll get more. I'm so proud of you, Vea. As he puts you down, putting his hands on your shoulder, as he leans down, crouching down to make eye contact with you. To watch you have grown so. I remember when you were just a tiny cub. The tiny little hands could barely wrap around the f around my finger. <laughs> and now your hands, grown and wrapped around the hilt of your first training blade, brings me joy and sadness to watch this my little girl grow up so quickly. I remember the day okay, you came you out. Get real weepy. Uh, oh, my, my baby girl. Oh, not, not, there's not outside. You're right. You're right. <clears throat> but since you brought it up, since I've been doing better and growing, maybe I could graduate from my training blade. You know I've been practicing. I practice every day, multiple times a day, and I also go through all of my poses and key moves before bed. You know I'm ready for this. You've worked very hard, Vea. Right. That I will admit. So, I, I've earned it. Not yet, my dear. Soon. 
You're almost there, Vea. But the fact that you wish for it so much, it is a responsibility, not a right. It is a tool, not a gift. Keep faith, young one. I promise you'll earn it one day. But like all good things, it must come in time. Fine. Now, Can I at least get my favorite dirt dessert tonight? What am I, a monster? Of course you can! <laughs> Good, but you Meat have to make sure that you all. let the crust get flucky, flaky, flaky, the little because you always let it come out early and then the crust is soft in the middle and it's not as good. I'll make you a deal. Okay. How about we make it together? How about we make it together if you help me clean up the yard? <laughs> Smart as strong as she is. <laughs> All right, let's get this yard cleaned up then. And now with amazing speed and pep in her step, her chin a little bit higher as well, you see Vea kind of dash across this courtyard, picking up the different target practice, pullings and weapons that her mother had laid strewn about just to drag them in, giving them to her father so that he can drag them the rest of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. As the two clean up the rest of the courtyard, eventually making their way back inside for a nice after-training shake. Meanwhile, not too far from there, a once small abode, now much, much larger, cobbled together with makeshift items to continue to expanding the small hovel, making it one of the larger properties in all of Startier. Inside, the sound of many voices calling out, laughing, yelling, pots smashing, and many other typical noises with a family this size. The sounds ring out from all areas of the house, which awakens our next friend. Still in slumber, but very quickly awakening. Dag, if you'll please go ahead and introduce and describe your character for us. So a, uh, a rather tall and gangly figure, his feet kind of hanging off the, uh, the edges of a, a very hand-me-down uh, wooden bed, uh, is this very, very large uh, horse person. Uh, with the the head, uh, neck, and shoulders of a horse, and the lower body of uh, basically a humanoid wild creature, uh, he he gets up uh, and stretches his arms. Uh, the length of his arms, of course, having quite a large span, accidentally nearly knocking a, a lamp from a nearby table as he goes, ah, Jesus! All right, uh, just <clears throat> and he, he stands up as he he fumbles. Uh, his legs getting sort of caught on the end of a uh, like kind of just just the spreadsheet that he's been you know like sort of laying and wrapping himself in. Um, you know, as he stands, his head kind of nearly hits the uh, the roof. He places a hand on it as he pulls himself off and takes a few deep breaths. All right, okay. I just need to grab me pants. 
And at this what point, is his name? This very, very tall and very clumsy individual is none other than Keelan Windchaser. As Keelan stands nearly knocking himself out from the top of the roof, he begins to eye around the room. You can see through the number of beds from the many brothers and sisters and nephews and nieces that all reside within the household. The mess, or the room, is very much a mess. And it's going to be a bit of a task to try and find your pants. Go ahead and make an investigation check for me. All right. Here we go. I've got this in the bag. I get a four. Nat one. <laughs> I was almost a natural one, damn it. As you begin to look around the room, trying to find your pants, throwing multiple items of clothing around. Yeah. Not this shirt, yeah. no, a pair of overalls. Nope, that's not it. Why oh. is there a oh, miner's right. helmet in here? There's a, a, an absolute plethora, a cornucopia of different items strewn across the room. God, Matherson. As you continue to look around, you hear the door open as two of your family members walk in, both arguing, your brother and your sister. The two of them are going back and forth, and as you listen in closely, you can hear they're now arguing over who the lodge leader, who lodge leader Thunderborn will invite to the Evergreen Watch first. Uh, his ears kind of do this, um, like kind of the vibrating thing that horses do when they're like paying attention. Um, he's, he's trying very hard to not like seem like he's listening. Um, but at this point he's just picking up and putting down the same, uh, like it's basically like a lace shirt that belongs to his sister just up and down over and over again, uh, as he's just trying really hard to not listen. Okay. As you do so. Your sister eventually turns over to you and sees that you're playing with this lace shirt of hers. Oi, what are you doing with my shirt there? What? Oh, uh, uh oh, <clears throat> I throw it over my shirt. I'm just some laundry. What? No, what? None of your, none of your biz. Uh, sorry, you're saying Elder, Elder Thunderborn is is looking for a, for a, for a new new watchman. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's looking for another watchman. Now, as we all know, it's not a position that opens regularly, but I'm sure I'm the prime candidate. I always follow him best in his lead in all of our mountain expeditions. Your sister speaks up then. Yes, but doesn't mean you do everything right all the time, Matheson. That's not true at all, and I... He knows that. I'm good at what I do. I should be the leader. Well, I, I mean, I mean, just saying, maybe, you know, he's looking for something that, um, something a little different, you know, something, you know, just, uh, maybe, you know, about the same, you know, shape and size as, I don't know, someone like, uh, like myself. Both immediately burst out into laughter. <laughs> Keelan, you've never even been up the mountain with us. There's, there's, there's more to life than, than going up to the mountain and, and, and coming back with, with, you know, necessary resources for the town. You know, there, there are other things too. I, I look after the cows and the pigs and, and the goats and, and the wee ones, you know, uh, you know, a, a watchman has to be good with the people and, and I'm pretty good with children. Well, the watchmen also have to be good with a blade, with a bow, someone who can protect. 
You think you can just roam around in the wilds while you take care of pigs and horses at the same time? Well, well you know, I'm, I'm pretty quick, you know, and, and maybe, maybe, you know, not everything needs to be solved with violence, you know, maybe, maybe you don't need to, you know, go around stabbing and shooting things, maybe, you know, just, you know, a gentle shot. Ah, yes, you're right, Keelan, you're absolutely right. Warrior deliverers from the Red and Green War, yes, they don't require any kind of training or, um violence as they say absolutely right keelan you know exactly what you're talking about you know what in fact i think thunderborn is definitely going to be knocking on your door very soon your sister interjects all right matheson just lay off a little bit that's a little bit too much well you know i just um <clears throat> i uh i you know what you better have left me something for breakfast or otherwise you know there'll be hell to pay and I'm gonna pretend like I've picked up like a bunch of like the clothes that I was doing the laundry for, uh, and then I like storm out of the room. But you clearly see at this point that Keelan's still in his pajamas, um, and uh, as he's picked up, the only thing he's left in the room, as far as clothes goes, is his pair of pants, which is just slightly tucked underneath his bed. Okay, fair enough. As the two begin to walk outside of the room, your sister still scolding Matheson. You took it too far, Matheson. You gotta be easy on him. He's the smallest of them of us all. As they leave the room. As you take a moment to finally find your footing, specifically inside of your pants, you eventually make your way out into the common room. As you do, you take note of once again your nieces and nephews still sitting at the table looked after by your grandmother. Your grandfather sits at the end of the table, smoking his pipe quietly. He raises a mug and smiles and gives a little bit of a nod as you enter into the room. As you join them at the table, your mother quickly whisks herself over and pats you on the back. Good morning to you, lad. Here, I put a plate together for you. Here you go. We saved you some orange juice. I know you were a little upset about that yesterday. Oh, thanks, Ma. Um, I've also done a, put a load of washing on as well. And I, I'm going to like kiss her on the cheek as she, uh, she puts breakfast down. Oh, my youngest has always been my favorite. Don't tell the others as she gives you a wink. <laughs> uh, I, I smile as I, I begin to shovel food at my, uh, in, into my gob. Um, I look over at, at one of my, uh, young nephews, uh, Logan, uh, who's kind of like this furry wolf wild in the lap of my, uh, my grandmother, Shay, who, uh, who's kind of like this big sort of like Highland bull. Uh, I start making faces at him. Like I start like, you know, chewing my food and just being like, <laughs> as you do, he mimics you the same way and starts making silly faces towards you. Your grandmother takes notice of this. Keelan, not now. Not at the table. I was just having a bit of fun, Gran. Of course you were. Your mother now <laughs> quickly returning to the table with more plates of food for the rest. So, Keelan, you must be very excited for today. Your big delivery today. Oh, I, I, yeah, no, I, I am. I'm, uh, I'm actually really excited. Um, I, um, I, I can't wait. Uh, you know, uh, uh, it's the first, uh, first real job that I've had since, uh, you know, since the, you know, tending for the livestock and stuff. So I, I'm ready to go. I, I, I promise, and I, I won't let you down. 
I absolutely believe you, young one, and I'm sure you're excited to see all of your friends as well. By, by the way, just out of curiosity, did Scratch mention anything about how much he would be paying for your services? Oh, no, no, I, um, well, I mean, Al is the one who, who told me about the whole whole thing, so, uh, you know, I don't know exactly what it is, but, you know, I, I think nonetheless, um, you know, it, it, it'll be enough, you know, I mean, Al, Al's always uh, done me right, and, you know, he, he'll, he'll look after me for sure. And I mean, worst case, worst case scenario. I mean, uh, you know, Minnie's dad says it's uh, it's you know the turnip harvest today. So you know, uh, you can always find some extra work running about on the the farm there for. Very true. Very true. Well, I'm sure you'll be meeting with your friends shortly down at your mighty oak, as you call it. Now, just a reminder before you leave, the flock needs tending, and we need to drive in a few of the new fence posts around the gates. All right, yeah, I, I can do that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll do that right now. I'll, I'll quickly just shovel the rest of my, my food in my mouth. I really want to get to uh, the Huff and Puff uh, so I can, you know, I start the day. So, uh, well, the Big Oak first, of course. Um, so I, I as soon as I, I get all my stuff, food in my mouth, I um, I, I rush over to the uh, the small basin filled with, with water uh, with piles and stacks of all these dishes. Uh, I'm going to attempt to, if I may, with athletics, try to uh, do as many of these dishes as I can so that my mom doesn't have to. Um, I would say if you were going to do the dishes, that's most likely. Are you trying to do it as quickly as possible? Quickly. Yeah, I'm trying to do as quickly. <laughs> I would say yeah. go with acrobatics then. Okay, I can do that. Let's see All how right. well uh, Keelan spins some plates. Uh, 17 on my acrobatics. 17. Without much issue whatsoever, you're able to quickly whip through most of the plates that are still remaining. <sighs> right. Uh, I gotta go. Uh, thanks, Ma. I kiss her on the cheek. See you, Gran. And I kiss uh, her on the head. And I uh, scruff up my nephews. And, uh, you know, again, uh, before I, I run out, I'm sort of like walking backwards out the door as I go. <laughs> and then uh, you watch as basically uh, you watch as Keelan sort of puts on these very big goggles that he's never seen without and just <laughs> runs over to one of the sheds uh, and then like looks to see if he can find his um, his pitching hammer. Okay. As you look around, once again, you have your pitching hammer exactly where you had left it. As <laughs> you begin to drive stakes into the ground, tending to the flocks, and continuing to your chores before you head off to the mighty oak. And just on the edge of town, right outside, in fact, behind the Huff and Puff Tavern, an individual stands next to a strange fellow, a large, bluish-purplish individual who surprisingly has no legs. All right now, kid. I was looking at you blasting yesterday, and I gotta make sure you know what you're doing before you take someone's head off. I, I think I've pretty well figured this out. Uh, you know, a couple more lessons maybe at most, but isn't the point to take someone's head off? Maybe yeah, I misunderstood. You're, you're actually right. That makes a lot of sense. Bring out the manual. You got the manual with you, right? Oh, you yeah, yeah, that. yeah. The manual. Yeah, I can check that. Nate, if you'll please go ahead and introduce and describe your character for us. Hey, guys. So before you, you see a, a fairly, I guess you would say, 
slender sort of figure standing before you, kind of dressed in, in some strange kind of foreign robes, um, standing before this, like David said, a legless, uh, ghostly form of a genie. Uh, this is Al. As Al kind of stands back, staring at his genie friend. All right, well, if we're going to try and take people's heads off, we got to make sure that we're doing it right. Here, hold on. This is what them humans okay. do. As he waves his hands, three targets appear not but 30 yards in front of you. All of them very, very large apples with humans tinier running around on top. I think this is how it's done. I'm pretty sure. I read something about that in the manual. Uh, yeah, close enough, right? I think I can still hit this stuff. Why don't you just start blasting? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just blast away. See if you can hit them. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. You want me to do an attack roller? Uh, go ahead, and uh, you can utilize your Eldritch Blast to try and attempt okay. to hit the targets. As Al kind of... You feel them, he feel themselves kind of surge forward. The the bracer on their arm almost seems to like channel a, like a forward momentum of an energy as they kind of throw a fist out in order to sort of punch back with its own power. And they're like, oh, that thing, that's got a kick to it. And what does your Eldritch Blast look like? So at first it's, it's uh, kind of, we're going to say like a bluish kind of purple tone to it, but as it fires, there's almost like a black and gold kind of flare that kind of ends into it dissipates. All right. Fair enough. Go ahead and make three attacks for me. Perfect. First one being a 23. Uh, second one being a 19. Third one being a seven. Okay. I was say those first two, I was like, what's your fucking yeah. attack? <laughs> <laughs> I have a plus five, so we're doing okay. Wow. You could check out my stat sheet on Patreon. This game is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> As you let loose your three blasts, two hitting their targets incredibly with, with incredible accuracy, you watch as the small humanoids seem to disappear in a plume of smoke as each of them connect. The last directly in the middle, not sure what to do, immediately starts burrowing down into the core of the apple. I, the, did you make them alive? I didn't know I wasn't supposed to make them alive. Apples are alive, aren't they? I just killed three people. No, well... I mean... Technically... Let's not get into semantics here, okay? All right, yeah, I'll just I'll I'll push that down in the in the old memory box. Yeah, just just shove it down real I'll, I'll deep. Cram that down exactly. Just cram shove that it down, down yeah. real deep so you'll okay. never have. I to already forgot what we're even out here. For. We are not even thinking you know, about these kind of things. Never even seen you before in my life. You I know? don't know who the hell you are guys. either. Yeah. All right, now that we've got that covered, here's the next thing that I need you to know. Al, this is really important for you to know. Okay, lay it on me. Just as he says this, you see him glance over his shoulder and immediately dive back down into your lamp. A moment later, you see Scratch coming around from the other side. Scratch is a very worn wild in the visage of a large white wolf. You see a familiar scar across his eye line as well as a small chip, almost 
perpendicular with the scratch itself or scar itself. Okay. Uh, as Al sees them coming in, they're going to kind of pivot and pick up the lamp, throwing it onto the clasp on their hip and sort of covering it with a bit of their, their drab. As you begin to look around, you now notice that the apples as well have suddenly vanished. Uh, they quickly think to themselves, hey, maybe I didn't kill three people there. That's kind of cool. Hey, ho, hey, uh, Scott, what's up? I fancy you coming up on me all unannounced, like, you know, uh, back home that would have been uh, an issue, but hey, we're here. Everyone's nice. What's going on? I'm glad I found you, Al. For two reasons. One, I thought I'd let you know I received a letter this morning from the Emerald City. It wants you to know that everything seems to be going well, albeit he's having trouble rallying together people for the cause so far away. Most people aren't interested in the business of Agrabah, and mercenaries are asking for far, far too much coin. But he is hopeful and that you shall remain here with me in Startier for the next little while. You know, I was kind of getting settled here anyway. It's probably for the best, but you'll let me know if there's any updates, right? I, you don't know how bad I want to be there, but I just I can't cause more issues. I I understand. And he did leave a re- an address that we can return a letter to. If you want to write something to him, then I'll be happy I'll to send for it. it. Let me think on it. I'll, I'll get back to you. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, he kind of stands awkwardly, not really sure what to do in the moment. Uh, um, uh, by the way, um, yeah. you, you spoke to your friends about the job, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I kind of gave him a little bit of a rundown, some more than others. Um, you know, Keelan's very... Very excited for this. It means a lot to them. It's safe, right? I don't want to get them hurt. Oh, it's... I mean, you're going to pick something up for me. I can't see why there would be right. any problems. All right. Um, if they're all in and interested, why don't you go collect your friends, meet us, meet me back here at the Huff and Puff, and, uh, and we can go over the details from there. Yeah, okay. Hey, you want to get some of those, uh, you know, them fried things you had last time? The crowd loves those. We'll get some of them gathered up for me. Yeah, yeah, we we can do something along those lines. Let's let's stick to the task at hand first. I'll clean up the bar. It wasn't too bad last night. Yeah, okay. I'll go see if I can track them down. Usually some are easier to find. Barrack's probably in a tree somewhere if I know them. Well, that's where they typically go, the, that mighty oak or whatever the hell you guys call it. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look around. Maybe they'll kind of... Anyway, thanks for catching me up, Scratch. I really appreciate it and keeping everything kind of quiet as you have been. Oh, You, you know okay. how important it is. Yep, yep, I... Yep, I'll... Gotcha, my friend. Ha <laughs> He gives you a harsh right. pat you know, on the shoulder. Yeah, updates from the <laughs> Emerald City. <laughs> yeah. Yep, mm. yep. Uh, those, yep. Uh, those updates, Very yep. important trade uh, talks and grain. Right, right. All, all, of, all of those things. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go, uh, you, you catch your friends, meet us back at the tavern. We'll, we'll have a talk from there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll track them down. We'll see you in a bit. All right. As he turns and makes his way back into the huff and puff tavern. Al, you would know 
that most of your friends typically gather in about an hour's time around the Mighty Oak to generally yeah. start the day, as you've typically done many, many times in the past. Okay. Yeah, Al's going to start heading towards the Oak. As they're kind of moving their way down the road, they're going to start doing little little bounds. I mean, like, it said in the manual that I can fly, but it's just not one, two, jump, fly. And next thing you know, they kind of find their way to the Mighty Oak. Okay. And as do the rest of you, as the more early morning is now later morning at this point, you eventually all make your way towards the familiar mighty oak that you've met at many, many times before. And that's where we're going to take a short rest for the evening. Ah! Oh boy, I love where this is going already, baby. This is like that. To the oh, mighty oak. To the mighty oak. <laughs> to all the that's viewers. where this adventure is going. It's, that's it. And it then that's where is. it will end. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we gotta start thinking and the oak falls on everyone now. and we die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We gotta start thinking of a team name now. I don't mm. want this to be yeah. campaign two again yeah. where we don't have a team name. You guys come up with the team name this time. It's not on me this time. I've done it for the last two campaigns. I'm gonna leave it up to you guys. With that said, with that said, folks, we are going to take a short five-minute rest. Thank you to all who have subscribed, all those of you who have, who have followed. Um, I haven't seen yet, but for those who have joined us on Patreon, thank you ever, yes. ever so much. It means so much and helps us push this thing along the road. Anyway, we will be back in, like I said, about five minutes' time. Stick around. We are going to, uh, to have some fun. So go get your apple juices. Go get your orange juices. Go get your horse juices. Eric? Yeah. Like uh, no, no, that wasn't a good one. Oh, well, I feel like I'm in danger. <laughs> All right, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and we will be we will be back in a few short moments. Love all your faces. See you real soon. Bye. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. No, see. You did something, didn't you? You did it. I I know it. I knew it. Well, I'm innocent. Well, if you've always wondered what exactly Bobby says uh, right before we're about (laughs) to go live, hey, we have Session Zero on our Patreon right now. It's already there. It's ready to go. And I uh, was able to catch it on recording. So, hey, you can find out exactly what kind of shit Bobby says. (laughs) It wasn't Bobby. It was Raina, just so you know. It was not. It was. It's always Bobby. All right, with that said, let's go ahead and jump back into tonight's episode. The Mighty Oak. Atop a hill overlooking the Starlight Stream, across from the Inkwell, Inkwell's workshop, sits a mighty oak tree in full bloom. And in the center of the trunk, the old carvings of six names. You're all very familiar with the tree, as you've been there many, many times before. This tree has been like a hub for your friend group for many years, like a home away from home. How many times each of you have visited this tree is near countless. And once again, the six of you return to meet one another once more. Ah, 
Why am I always the first one here? And you kind of see Vea waiting up at the top of the tree. <laughs> no, I'm not waving back to you. Uh, <laughs> you just see Vea standing, <laughs> leaning against the tree, arms crossed, seeing Rune wave her hands. No reaction change. You just see like a slight narrowing of the eyes as Vea makes eye contact with Rune. <laughs> I love but this. The, the reason you're always here. <laughs> the reason you're always here first is because you arrive half an hour early every single time we do this. And that's when you know that you've been here on time. That's the correct time. It's early, or else you're late. Obviously. Is that really Sometimes, how it is? I don't know. I think whenever you arrive, that's exactly when you're on time. See, this is why I don't wave to you. That's why. <laughs> as you all begin to, with me. <laughs> as you all begin to look around, you still see the branch sitting on the ground, and surprisingly enough, a what looks to be a small funeral procession of bees that seem to oh. be walking across the branch oh, no. towards the tree, the <laughs> opening to the tree. They seem to be buzzing off. the funeral song. <laughs> One bee actually <laughs> takes note of Veya and uh, flies up a little bit before flipping her off with the buzzer and then flying back down to the oak tree. Real mature. Uh, I mean. <laughs> like, as we're all standing there, Al kind of comes up from behind Keelan and he looks into Keelan and is like, I just saw some crying bees pass me. What did Veya do this time? I, I don't even ask. It's, there's, there's a whole thing, and you know, apparently you can eat bees, but not that one. <laughs> oh, that's a good point, actually. Thanks. Hmm. Rune, here you go. And Vea's going to reach into her pocket and in front of all the other bees, hold oh. out a small bee from her pocket. No. That's a day old bee. Yeah. Vea, make an intimidation check for me. Well. Is this to the bees? This is, is this to the, the bees. bees are this is to the bees. There, <laughs> okay. you're in the tree, right? How high in the tree are you? It's not great. She's sitting I next to where there used to be a hive. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Right, right next to their old home. It's an eight. An eight. Okay. The bees take note of the body of their papa bee now resting oh in your hand, being oh offered as sacrifice to another for mere enjoyment. We'll see how this plays out over the campaign. Snackos. Ooh. Come on, room. Those are fighting words. Ow. Right? Thank okay. you, Minnie. All the rest of us have eaten bees before. You haven't. Mm. All right. I've never Hear eaten me out. I think Hear we've made a point that only you've eaten bees. <laughs> no. Yeah. Eric has. Minnie has. Mm -hmm. It wasn't good though. Because I didn't Barrett do that thing where you put on a bear. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta unplug it or else then it's kind of spicy in a bad way. Like oh it. yeah, I remember. My tongue looks like this. Yeah, grew two sizes larger. Magic mm -hmm, spell. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can't trust them. Bees are magic, but this one has been de magic, so you can eat it. And then here. Oh, Rune, are you going to Yeah, do you have a knife? Maybe then I'll... Oh, yeah, let's split you the either... Yeah, we'll split the bee three ways. I am... Um, I'm going to lean down to bees. the little... <laughs> I'm going to kind of lean down to the small procession and just be like, sorry for your loss. I'd keep moving if I were you. 
and just sort of <laughs> try to try to use my really long arm to kind of like interpose so that they don't see them defiling the body of the person whose funeral this is. I call the BS. <laughs> I call BS too. Get, get them be booty cheeks. Um, <laughs> that's me saying it, not Vea. Vea doesn't say booty cheeks. <laughs> yeah, Vea's already on Vea thin ice. Never, okay, let's Vea let's be real clear. Say booty cheeks. <laughs> that's inappropriate. Not yet. Character development might. Seem, that's you know. one day. <laughs> that's when we know she's made it. <laughs> As uh, who's who's breaking out the knife? Uh, yeah, I will. Uh, all right, here you go. Don't just don't lose it. He's gonna pull oh, it out. You got it. You're it. the chef, right? You work at. Puffin I Puff. don't want to be a part of your murder fest. I don't. He's know already dead. I killed him for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh right. So I get to desecrate. All right, fine. Here, give it to me. Give it. Just pass it to me. Yeah. I learned a new trick. Okay, now stand back. I was gonna like what? take up his arm. Elder gonna elder slice. Also, you're using to slice something. <laughs> the surgical surgical precision of an eldritch blast. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, that uh, that let, makes a lot let, of sense. Let, let the man Perfect do his job. Right? 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 We don't know yeah. this, right? Yeah. You might yeah. have this in the bag. I I believe in you. Al. Go on, have it. Give a crack. I, I'm gonna step. Oh, Al's right already back. fired, and he's not listening to anyone. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, well the crack the, the crack of the eldritch blast sounds like the stampeding of a massive army that seems to cascade across the uh, the, the countryside. Welcome in, raiders. Hello. All right. Hello. Al, I would say make uh, an attack. You know what? Make an attack roll against the dead bee. I'll give you advantage on the yeah. attack roll. Go ahead. Cool. Right. Well, how kind of you. Uh, yeah, you know, it's not moving, so it's okay. okay. He could roll if you don't hit it dead on. <laughs> it's a 23. We did pretty good here. A 23. Well, you, you <laughs> attempt to blast it into three parts. However, you blast it into many many more than that in fact nice. you blasted into six equally proportioned somehow one slice <laughs> for each of you wow way to go out i know it works he look who needs a knife anymore it's very impressive actually so um Vea. I, the killing, like, I had no idea that would work <laughs> <laughs> yes well so here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking. I'm just getting some weird choo-choo off of this bee, and I'm just thinking weird what? It could <laughs> choo-choo. It's like like it's how I feel like, like a train. No, yeah. Not choo-choo, juju. Like um like sort of a feeling about it. And for me, if I eat it, um it's gonna be bad news for the next like seven years of my life. But I think what it's telling me, what I'm getting from the energies of this bee is that if you eat it, everyone here will benefit. What the heck are they talking about? What? No <laughs> if it's talking to you, I'll just eat the mouth part and then you won't have a problem. Oh, it's not talking to me. It's just how I feel about it. Then just turn those off. No one needs that. 
Beric is gonna <laughs> walk up and step on uh, Rune's toes in an attempt to get her to yelp and then chuck the bee into her throat. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. All right, in that case, Rune, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw for me. All righty. Well. First PvP. <clears throat> First PvP. <laughs> yeah. uh, that would be a nine. <clears throat> a nine. As uh, you continue to go back and forth with Vea in terms of giving your divine sensation behind, or your divination sense of the bee behind it, you don't notice as your brother sneaks up from behind you, stomping down harshly on her on your foot. Ruin lets out a, a small yelp from the pain. Barrett, go ahead and make a, a ranged attack for me, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen. What's a range attack gonna be? I don't even know how to roll that. Follow your heart. Just add your just add your dex modifier to it. Follow your heart. Seventeen. Just roll with your heart. Seventeen. With pinpoint accuracy, you're uh, you're able to find the opening of Rune's mouth, but also of one of her nostrils. I'll leave it up to you no. which God. ones you want to put it in. Oh, it's going in the nose. All right. Oh yeah. Putting the small piece of bee onto your hand, you flick it forward as Ruin's head leans back. Ruin, you feel the small, tiny bit of bee now pop directly into your sinuses as it flows back down into your throat, getting stuck there for a moment. (laughs) I can't even make that noise. (laughs) (laughs) Can you taste the juju? Yeah, if you didn't, we have to try another piece then. Yeah, put another piece down their nose. Uh, no, wait, and- I, don't worry. I, I, hey, don't, don't worry, I got it. And he's going to close her mouth and one nostril that doesn't have the bee in it. <laughs> what the fuck? Or attempt to, at least. <laughs> Are the rest of us just watching this sibling bullying going on? I mean, that's completely up to you guys. Listen, Rune is going to try and snot out the bee onto Beric while he's plugging the clear nostril. Am I understanding the mechanics of this correctly? Yeah, because <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. you're yeah. going to be forced to inhale through the bed no. and then it goes in. No, she's going to blow out and try and blow some snot out at, at Beric. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right. It, the al- your allergies aren't bothering you that much today, where it doesn't necessarily come out as moist, but the small piece of bee does rock it out back into your hand, Beric. Hmm. Ooh, not Thanks rocket. for helping, you're a, but you you're a also, I'm, I'm not a coward. <laughs> I just, no, you're a coward. You eat it then, Beric. He looks down at the snot covered. Said <laughs> 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 bee. Do it, 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 do it. Pops it off his arm. Oh, yes. Victorious. For such bravery, Beric, you are awarded inspiration. Congratulations. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. So you guys, so, um, else, yeah, that's pretty cool. Here, I'll show you. It's not that bad. I'll eat a regular one, kind of eyeing the gross booger one taken. And I will eat one piece of the bee. 
easy, tiny, nothing bad happened. I'll try. Yeah. And I eat a piece of the bee. Wait, weren't you allergic to it before? <laughs> well, that's because I didn't take the bottom off. Oh my god. Okay. Th this is my girl's all over again. That's how allergies works. Are any of us I don't know what it's about. It's okay for now. All right. Uh, do 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 is it okay? Is, are we establishing that there's a long-going allergy that that there's Minnie no, has to bees? Yeah, no. Minnie does not have an allergy to bees. It's fine. Okay, no, good. Because I, I was gonna say I'll run I'll run to her house and go get an EpiPen if if needed. You know, like. <laughs> well, EpiPens. It doesn't kill you. Makes you stronger. It's fine. yeah. Fantasy yeah. EpiPens. <laughs> yeah. Little picture of Scrump on it, being like. <laughs> It's just it butter. Cause more side effects. It's yeah. butter, it's just yeah. Scrumps, oh shit, sticks. Just, yeah. <laughs> so you put um, it in your mouth. That's the start of the manual. Uh, Rue right. will we'll go up to uh, Minnie and take her hands um, and just say, Minnie, I, I think, I think you're different now. You're unbelievable. No, you do not get to do this again. Not in this campaign. So oh, I get it because she, because she just ate to be that. That's why it was funny. Oh, I get it there. Just an immediate wretch oh. comes from Daya. Oh, but that is really good. You're saying that she's got like some kind of a power, and she's excited, and then she realizes the joke you've made, and she just like narrows her eyes at you. And Al's then I'm like, going. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Just I'm thinking, I thought you were done. Go ahead. I got excited. She throws your hands on the ground. Hey, <laughs> hey, Minnie, listen. You are unbelievable. The power is inside of you. Because oh, the bees inside of her as well. Oh, oh. oh that's that's the second one right there. <laughs> oh, classic. That's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're all having fun at my expense. The bee was good, though, Bea. Thank you. I feel like the gods we've left We've blocked the DM. Okay, so finally. Now Quick, we can. say all okay. the swear words you know. Yeah, all right, guys, yeah, yeah. so what? first of all, we need to start a heist uh, of the magic shop, get as many magic items as we can while he's missing. Okay, also, let's go. Let's go, people. We'll, we'll all secretly level up, and then they won't even notice. Oh, shit, right. okay. many things. Oh, yeah. What's up, Jen? I got a robe of the don't get What'd you get? <laughs> I got instant death. I don't know enough oh, D and D that items. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, them are real. But uh, I mean, I, I, I'll go out and say it. I missed you guys. I feel like it's been too long since we've you know all been together you know at the same time. I mean, we've seen each other around the place, but you know we don't we don't gather up as much as we used to. You know when we were you almost we drowned yesterday. Yeah, that was the thing that happened. But I didn't expect Minnie to show up with a pig that, it, that and then to have it punted into the water by Rune. That was actually a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't really... It, it was more I was trying to make sure that Jeremy knew what it felt like to fly. It's not my fault <laughs> that he fell down. It, oh, God, this is going to be so... Would you do that to the rest of us? None of us can fly. Ruin, Ruin, as you, you say no this, room, as right? you say this, she's constantly fucking up. That's what she does. I am not. I do a lot of things 
very well. Didn't you teleport into the middle of the river, then start drowning yourself? No. <laughs> yeah, you did. I had to. I had no. to save you and the pig. No, that's not what happened. I wanted to go on a piggyback ride while I was in the water, and Barrick was um not strong enough to hold me. So you know, then I it's just not at all what it was. I saw a cool <laughs> snail. <laughs> I got a little distracted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You missed out on a lot, Al. I mean, it was, it was, yeah. But we weren't all together. Al was working when we were doing that. You remember? I'll leave you guys alone for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Though we're really yeah, missing the most important part. Minnie, is Jeremy okay? As you Jeremy's say great. this, you do take note of Jeremy, who seems to be hiding behind Minnie's leg, looking at Ruin with a fear of God at this point. <laughs> Did you say oh. ruin? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's what we all call her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think, think that's ruin. Canadian. Appropriate. It's the same as like. No, it is not. Canadian thing. <laughs> Look at ruin. Look <laughs> 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 oh. uh, at all those ancient ruins. Oh, wait, that kind of works. That, never mind. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, does. yeah that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. To clarify, it's rune. Like, um,. Druidic rune. know your name. Like that. Yeah, it's spelt sure. directly underneath you. I, I, we, we got that. Yep. <laughs> okay. Right now, we're worried about yeah. the post PTSD this pig is going through right now. Okay. All, okay. All right, everyone. And rune will I kneel think down you sh- next. Yeah. What? What do you think, Keelan? I was, I was, I was going to say, I think you should, you should, you should sincerely apologize should, to the pig. I'm not going to apologize. You should uh, apologize to the pig. Jeremy, look at me. Jeremy, look at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeremy, did you have fun for about one second when you felt what it was like to fly? She's talking to a pig right now. He immediately <laughs> looks up towards Minnie uh, with <laughs> some level of please God protect me. That's a yes. <laughs> he's he's uh, Jeremy saying yes. So it's really, um, I did Jeremy a favor. Jeremy's not scared. Jeremy's a really tough pig. And I think he's pretty insulted that everybody here underestimated his swimming skills. In all fairness, I didn't jump into the water after him. That's true. true. And technically speaking, I didn't jump in to go save Jeremy. I jumped in to get away from the bees. Mm -hmm. I was surprised by that. I thought Vaya was supposed to be like the, you know heroic one of the group. Excuse me, I am, if anyone actually needs the help. I mean... Don't give me that face! I have eyes! Yeah. Don't! Looking down doesn't count. I'm shorter than you. It just makes it easier for me to see you. But stop that. (laughs) (laughs) For Jeremy's comfort, can we all just agree that we're not gonna kick him and that he doesn't feel like flying? Hey... I never kicked Fine. him. I lifted it up and, and gently tossed it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't at the time. It was a translation thing. I didn't realize that bunting is kicking. I thought it was like, you know, <laughs> when you play volleyball. <laughs> and language. Don't kick my pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rune, honestly, I think that you should probably, you know, pretty just up stop kicking. You yeah, you need to you need to curb this habit. Up. What? I'm just. You should probably kiss and make up. 
That's true. Yeah. With oh, you do it. Minnie? No. No, with Jeremy. With Jeremy. Jeremy. He just nods no. over at Jeremy. No, Jeremy Kiss seems the fine. pig. Kiss the pig. Kiss the pig. Okay, fine. And Rune will pick up Jeremy, like, uh, underneath his <laughs> arm. Yeah, and Rune will start spinning him around. Immediately, he leg. starts having flashbacks of the trauma that he faced <laughs> <laughs> the last time he was picked up by Rune and spun around in any way, shape, or form. Can I try to get him back? <laughs> Put him down, put him down. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Hang on, I can help out. Al starts to cock their hand back. (laughs) No, 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 no. Rune's just trying to kiss this pig on the forehead while everyone's trying to pull the pig Rune, go ahead and make an animal handling check with disadvantage. Okay. Uh... Well, that would be a, what's my animal handling? Oh, it's a four. A four. You attempt to pick at the pig as he moves his head back and forth, trying to stay away from you. As a last ditch effort, he looks you face on, furrowing his tiny little shaved pig brows. And he's going to go ahead and try and make a bite attack against you. Yes. pig. Come on, crit. Crit, 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 What's your AC? Uh, that would be 11. Okay. With a 17, Jeremy finds connection with your nose. He lets off a loud warrior squeal as he continues to bite down on it. You attempt to pull him away, but you seem caught within a grapple with the with the pig. Go ahead and make either an acrobatics check or an athletics check to try and get out of the grapple. While they're uh, doing that, can I cast that? Uh, Al's going to be like, hey, hang on, I'll help. And they're going to cast Mage Hand. And can I help the Mage Hand just sort of assist so they maybe could roll with advantage? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. What does your Mage Hand look like? Uh, it's uh, kind of like a, a almost similar to what you would see on the Genie. It's got a lot of bling on it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of gold, lots of bangles. Yeah. It's yeah. just you can even hear it. Anyway. All right, fair uh, enough. But it just goes it just goes and grabs uh, Jeremy by the butt. Just, and then, <laughs> All right, Ruin, you can go ahead and uh, you have advantage on it. Okay, that's good because I rolled a six on the first one. So. Oh, no. <laughs> 19! So, 21 with athletics. A 19. As, the, as you pull away, you can feel the pig's jaws continuing to clamp down as the mage hand assists in pulling you back. Come on. Let go, Jeremy. Jeremy finally lets go as he continues to squirm and squeal towards you, clearly trying to pick a fight. However, Al's mage hand kind of comes up and pushes him back, holding him back at this point. Uh, Minnie, pick up your boy. Pick up your mans. Come on, Minnie. Okay, Jeremy. Come get your man. All right, and as Jeremy is cradled in Minnie's arms once more, he seems to eventually calm down. Minnie, your pig doesn't know how to kiss very well. He just bit me instead of kissing, so you should work on that with him, okay? Maybe you should have eaten the bee. How much experience do you have with kissing? None at all, but Mm. I'm pretty sure that, you know, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to bite people. 
Enough of that asking first. I'm 18. Put that on a t shirt. He's got a lot of older siblings and cousins and shit. It's panic. That bores when you say it's his. Oh, yeah. That's not what I meant. No. <laughs> There's a lot of time for practice. Yeah, oh, there's plenty of time, you know. And, and you know, like I, I, I once met a girl when I was a lot younger, and you know, she was a, a naked mole rat. She didn't have much of a choice in the matter. She had to kind of teeth it a little bit, you know. I have so what many concerns about, about all of that. It's fine, well, you know. Talk about different... feelings, weird things later on. <sighs> what, are doing? what are you guys? Well, we're supposed to be meeting up before we go to the Huff and Puff and do this thing for an old scratch that you say. It's good, right? We still got a little <laughs> bit of time, but I know that's starting really soon, actually. Oh, crap. Okay, yeah. We can't uh, you be know late. the deal. We, we, I know, they. I know, you know. Just five minutes before, we'll be fine. Five no, minutes. Just tell me it's not going to be boring. Uh, it's a pickup yeah, job. Yeah, no more boring stuff. Pickup. I mean, I'd also like it not to be dangerous that much, you know? <laughs> I mean, just, just you know. Don't worry, Kila. I even check with them. They said it's going to be perfectly safe, no danger whatsoever. We're just going to have a nice walk. You got us a boring oh, job? How am I going to add that to my resume? Look, if you guys consider scenic views and lovely conversation boring, then I don't know what to tell you. You sound like my yes. dad. Yeah. Oh, how's I the tomato know. harvest? I like it here. You are a very nice climate. <laughs> I don't know. I ditched the tomato harvest. I'd rather hang out with you guys. Right? I thought it was turnips. Couldn't tell you. All right. So well, are we going? Yeah. Maybe we can make it interesting. What do you think, Bear? All right. Mm, yes. We can make it uh for every mile we go, we have to eat a bug. Oh. High five. Yes. Whoever catches it doesn't have to eat it. And it could be any bug. Oh, I like that. Yes. Oh, that opens up a lot <laughs> of opportunities. <laughs> I'm just imagining Al picking up like a trilobite that he's found somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Xenomorph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, um, you know, uh, let's uh, well, let's get this off on the right foot then. Uh, race you guys to the Hoffenpuff then. No, that's not. They are speed. I am wind. No, if we're gonna race, you have to start at the same line. We have to all start at the same time. I run back. Oh, I tap wow. my foot. Okay. And Vea is going to get a stick and draw a line across the dirt. We all start here at the same time. Somebody mm -hmm. count us off. Jeremy, go. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Jeremy makes his way to the starting line. He raises a snout into the air as you all line up accordingly. Right. <clears throat> <clears throat> Oink. Oink. On the second oink, Barrick face wishes Maya and runs. <laughs> 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 oh, 
All right. Barrick takes off running. Jeremy's look of shock on his face that he would dare defile the sanctity of this race. Yeah. I also cast Longstrider on myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, that... Let me check my character sheet. <laughs> how, far, uh, how far does Longstrider get you? I think it gives me an extra 10 feet, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so from a, from a me- mechanical perspective, I'm going to say that uh, I'll get all of you to roll straight dex uh, throws for me. Barrick, you can have advantage because you are casting Longstrider. Nice. Uh, can I have advantage because I have out the gate? Uh, Technically, you're not in initiative. Dang it. But I was attacked, so can I use feline agility because I technically am in combat? When were you attacked? Uh-huh. Oh, I thought yeah, I thought he pushed Rune in the face. Initiative should happen. All right, yeah, okay. <laughs> Vea, Vea you um, yeah, you you immediately go into combat mode. You can go ahead yeah. and uh, and roll with advantage as well. Thank you. Yes. Did you say it's a dex? Just a straight dex throw. I got a five. Eighteen. I got also eighteen. I got a rose. Uh, Rune rolled a 15, but I think she will willingly uh, stay behind uh, with Al and sort of walk alongside him. (laughs) 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 These shoes, I'm not used to these types of shoes. You guys are. Yeah, I know, I know. It's okay. She likes the shoes, right? I'd be up there if I wanted to be. Yeah. (laughs) Vea, what did you roll? 19. A 19. Oh, shit. Damn. All right. Yeah. As you I get all... down on all fours, tiny little yeah, paws, dude. claws pop out, yes. and I am cleat digging into this to tear up this ground. Sword just <laughs> waving on the back. All right. In, in that case, uh, Barrick, yeah. Vea, and Keelan take off running like the wind. Minnie, you try and keep up the best that you can, but realize from the small squeals from Jeremy that's... He can't keep up at this point. Minnie's like, oh, are we cheating? (laughs) (laughs) As Vea now pulls out in front of all of you, Barrick, you and Keelan are now neck in neck, almost just a matter of 10 yards away from uh, the front of the Huff and Puff. Can you guys go ahead and just roll a uh, straight D20 to see who wins? Can I do you one better? Hmm. What are you doing? I am going to use my face step. <laughs> oh, <laughs> teleport Shalili. across the finish line. <laughs> All right. In that case, Vea, just as you're about to reach the front steps, you hear the poof of a magical poof of like a cloud of smoke before Barrick. Now standing directly in front of you on the steps as the winner. Keelan comes don't up slow puffing down. and puffing directly behind. I do not <laughs> slow down. I full oh, hey charge. There, short back. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Oh, <laughs> I um I also yeah, I also don't slow down. So as as Vea like sort of hits into um hits into Barrack, uh, I'm gonna use my ability sure footed stomp. And I'm not going to move either. And because I have powerful build and I'm going to move through his square because he is smaller than me, I'm going to literally like rugby tackle him and pile, like start dogpiling 
onto the top of him. You cheater! As yeah, we, I'm just I'm just echoing Vea and and we're just ganging up on him. All right. Yeah, in that like case, you got a big ass pile up. As yeah, <laughs> as uh, <laughs> as Barrick, you and stand. As you stand the victor, smiling with a cocky smile on your face, Vea and Keelan both barrel in towards you as the three of you burst through the door of the tavern, falling head over heels in front of each other. As you all crash down to the floor, you all kind of sit for a moment. Before you hear a voice. What in tarnations are you all doing? Sorry, Sorry, Morty. Shaggy? You turn stop making fun of Dave's voice. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. You guys have one voice to do, okay? I've got a thousand. All right? Give me a break. (laughs) I can't even get my one voice now. (laughs) All right. Let's uh, make them voice the cake for the whole campaign. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Keelan's going to sit up, but not get off, um, off Barrack. Uh, and uh, who are we looking at? You take note of Kui. Kui is a known individual within the tavern, a long, long-standing citizen of Startier Valley. You all know him um, as a dwarven miner, one of seven, actually. You can see his. Large, grizzled beard, tangled like a thicket that flops on top of his round belly. He sports old, tattered overalls and always carries around his battered old mining helmet. Yeah, I'll cause him trouble okay. here again. Ah, I'm sorry, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't listening to you. I was too busy twisting this 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 fella's leg. I'm gonna. Keep grappling, Barrack. Um, as a, how are you today? Let's get nice weather. Yeah, I, but you're struggling. I guess it's a good day for another drink. That's for sure. As he holds up his mug and cheers to all of you before guzzling it down. Uh, back caked in dirt, kind of pushing on like uh, Keelan's jaw as he's getting grappled, and kind of looking uh, upside down. <laughs> backs against the ground. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh. Let me get some. Shh, nobody has to know. Come on. Don't and don't tell my dad. <laughs> you know, Barrick, when I was your age, I used to scuttle around with my brothers. We'd have a good old time in the old mine, playing God, around just like the down. three of you. <laughs> Sadly, they're all gone now. <laughs> Actually, sad that is. Don't look at me like that. They all just moved away down to the Neverland oh, Isles, okay? Gosh. Jesus. They went down to one of the smaller islands. What do they call it? Oh, Florida. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I hate that so much. I, I hear that place nice this time of year. Oh, yeah. Are we all there now? You've all made your way uh, towards the tavern now. You're all inside at this point. Okay, I thought you were asking if we were all in Florida. (laughs) Florida? (laughs) Some of us are in Florida. Why would we want to go there? Oh my god. Careful cantrip season three expansion, Florida. (laughs) (laughs) It's the other kingdom. Dolphin excursion. (laughs) Yeah. 
BBG is just Florida, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he walks around with a gator on a leash. <laughs> I don't understand. We've collected all the bath salts. We still can't stop them. Jesus. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. We love you, Florida. As Al makes his way across the threshold of the tavern, Kui immediately notices him. Oh, hey, Al. I could, uh, I could use another if you have a second. No. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I'll wait for Scratch. I guess, I guess he's off the clock. I don't know. I'm sorry. I was reading chat. I was like, I was going to say sorry, Cast. <laughs> because... Rune elbows Al. Oh, sorry. What? What did you say, old timer? Another mug, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, I don't really have any on the. Oh, oh you want me to? Yeah. Can you yeah, fill I'll, up my glass on. there? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, I'll get it. Al kind of makes their way past the bar and, like, familiarly, like, goes to the the, the little bar latch and puts the key in and kind of throws it up and grabs one of the mugs from up high and blows some dust out of it and to like take the pressure off the keg you know you really gotta air these things out before close they never do oh anyway. it's fine i'm used to having lots of dust in my drink you know when my brothers and i used to be down in the mine we yeah, had anyway plenty... how about that that's pretty cool here take this oh, oh okay you he looks down into the mug and begins to drink completely oblivious to what story he was just about to ramble on about <laughs> using the conversation as a distraction um Beric is going to uh, give a quick, soft, but fast kick uh, to Keelan's dick as they're still grappling on the floor to try to get him. <laughs> 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 I, I like to, about um... that. I was not expecting that. Well, be dick. careful, Bobby. You got to be careful. Yeah. Rumor has it he's hung like a horse. Oh, yeah, sure. boo! <laughs> I'd like to um, I'd like to make an attack to try and break his shins. Oh, Jesus wow. Christ! God! Oh my God! Just escalated with my horse dick. No. Uh, oh. <laughs> Can I no, just throw my sword down and be? No, I don't. I have the practice sword, uh, and I left that back at home. I'm just gonna stomp my feet to try to separate the two. We are in front of the client. Yeah, yeah Keelan. Yeah, Kaylin. Nice stand up. <laughs> if you guys stand up, you already find that there's two mugs of, of ale being tossed at you down from the bar. Cider. We don't have. Please. It. You know what? <laughs> kind of like reaches down Fresh below here. it and finds this like old dusty ass keg and kind of gives it a like shake. It. No. Adds to the sourness. <laughs> I'll try some of that. Uh, kind of looks at it very uneasy, like, and he's like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> kind of pours a second <laughs> glass, gives it to you guys, and then kind of watches like nervously as you go to drink it. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. As you all cheers, enjoying a drink together. Just in that moment, as you put your glasses down, Scratch comes in from the back room. Ah, you're all here. Good. So I 
assume I'll talk to you all about the job I potentially have for you. Kinda. This is easy. Well, but we are prepared to take on something more challenging should it be needed. Oh, fair. If it's not needed, that's all right, sir. This isn't too bad. I need someone to pick something up for me. Not too far from here. A few cases of Panian wine fell off a cargo ship on its way from the Never Isles and floated their way to Puckered Starfish Wharf, just south of the village. I can't write this fast enough, Dave. It's right next to Chocolate Starfish Wharf. You just kind of combined it. Puckered Starfish. <laughs> what was you saying south of the village? I'm what? not puckering anyone, Starfish. I'm going to just no! say it right now. <laughs> No. <laughs> Puckered Starfish Wharf is the name of the place that you need to go. <laughs> but you said south of the village or... Yes. Usually, uh, typically down the bottom. Jesus Christ. It's wow. always down south. Of course it's down south. <laughs> of course. Okay. Right? Uh, as Cluck, or sorry, as Scratch continues onward. <laughs> oh, <laughs> big reveal! James, James. It was Cluck the whole time. The it whole was Cluck the whole time, son of a bitch! What a twist. What a twist. Now, and it's only episode one. I've already made an agreement with the owner of the wharf down there. Hootie, the Blowfishian. <laughs> no! I hate that I'm writing this all down. <laughs> okay. Serious notes, Hootie Blowfishian. Yes, Hootie the Blowfishian, as uh, as some of you may know him. He's agreed to send some back to me, but only if I can find someone who's willing to deliver it for him. Older gentlemen can't walk too well at this point. Great swimmer still, from what I hear. Now, this is a very important and, and precious package that requires the most competent deliverers. And if you're willing to do this for me, well, I'd be more than happy to offer 30 silver pieces to the rest. We also accept payment in explosives. That's true, actually. L let me be very clear. We don't want to blow up the wine. That is not the opportune thing. We need to get it back to the tavern so we can go ahead and serve that to our patronage here. <sighs> we will do it's a delivery job. To the best of our ability. Whoa, fair, fair, fair. But what about 50 silver oh. pieces each? Oh. Okay. No, no, no. I, I think you misunderstood. It was 30 silver pieces for all of you. Well, then why don't we just meet each other right in the middle? Seems fair. Then we wouldn't get the delivery here. It would be, you know, on the road somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we gotta come back here with the wine. Yeah, the she he wants us to come here, not in the middle, um, Rune. You know, like... He, Plus, we'd probably whole... get paid less if they were to meet us in the middle, because we'll not I meant the delivery. The numbers. The numbers. Fine. So, how about... Okay, all right, fine. Call it 31 silver pieces each you're such a great negotiator <laughs> as as you say this go ahead and make a uh, make a persuasion check for me whispered on the each <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, oh 
my god. Okay, persuasion, you said? Yes, please. That is a 21. Oh! <gasps> 21. Ooh. She is proficient at persuasion. <laughs> I'll make you a deal. If you all can right. get all six bottles back to me in one piece, mm-hmm. I'll offer you 48 silver. But they have to be in pristine condition, not a single bottle dropped. One bottle dropped, and we'll only offer you 30. Deal. Rune will put out her hand. Kind of looks at it. No, I'm not going to shake your hand. Now, one issue is... <laughs> we want to make sure that you're not going empty-handed. Well, it's a relatively safe passage. You never know what's going to happen down there. So, I'll allow you to borrow some of the equipment I've gathered over the years in the lost and found. Come on. As he waves you, as he waves you to the back. I'm concerned about this party. That's three people excited about explosives. Like what? I am also excited about explosives. Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm just excited to do the delivery. I was about to say, you weren't worried when you blew up the dead bee. Or the fact that you've given a pig PTSD. It's the oh, explosives that are the problem. Pig TSD. Fair. Yes. Pig TSD. <laughs> real thing. It's in the medical pig books. Pig medical. Mm-hmm. As he leads you to the back room, you see a essentially an entire room filled with objects that have been left behind. A number of backpacks. A few rolls, sleeping rolls, that is, and a number of other items that would constitute as starting gear. Aside from that, you do see a few daggers that seem to be laying around, two short swords, a short bow, and what looks like a makeshift shield that was crafted out of a whiskey barrel cover and some leather straps with the, li- with the label Piper's Reserved stamped in ink. All right, uh, you guys go ahead and grab whatever you feel you need here. At, uh, Dibs. I think that's yield if nobody's using it, but uh, you know, I can let me know before you can. All right, well, okay, you guys have fun. <laughs> I'll run for the short short sword, and then I'll give uh, Jeremy a dagger to hold in his mouth. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. We now have an armed. Badass, we now have an armed pig with PTSD. That'll Fantastic. <laughs> Jeremy, show me your war face. He. Hang on. Well, I'll roll for that. I'll roll for that. We'll see what kind of war pig we have on our hand. Cute. <laughs> That's with an eighteen. You see yeah. him grit his teeth as he bears the dagger within his, uh, the hilt of the dagger within his jaws. He also gives a sight slight glance with his war face over to Rune. Oh. Then you're Hi. raising a fine boy, though. Let me just. Say. My pig's gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Take that it's gonna be the most un- ingracious death in this series. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Badass, um, Jeremy. I'll give him some props. Yeah. He, he he gives you a hoof. No pig hands. No pigs have hooves. Pig fingers. Pig fingers. 
It's terrifying. Pig fingers? Just walking around on hands. It's a magical place. As as he raises his hoof to meet your to meet your daps, Minnie, he puts it back down, and with a, a, an air of confidence that he now holds and a certain pig swagger, he kind of lifts his head in in a matter of glory and valor. Hells yeah, maybe this will be fun. Hey, look, Jeremy seems to like it. Maybe they'll get to murder something. Boink. We still yeah, have maybe that bug trying to rob us. Boink. I would like to look for two things here. Sure. One, I'd like to look for what seems to be pretty heavy, like a pretty good weight that I could swing around. And then the other thing is I'd like to also look for a small net. Uh, a weight and a net. Yes. Like a weighted, say... like something like a, I don't know if there's going to be like a big heavy sword. I don't care if it's dull. Something two-handed and big. Make an investigation mm-hmm. check for me, Vea. Uh, what, what check? Investigation, please. Investigation. Investigation. That is a 13. With a 13, you're easily able to find the net. As you dig a little bit deeper, found underneath a pile of some of the old backpacks, you do, in fact, find a dull and rusted sword. It's ugly, but it'll work. And I (laughs) slide it into, like, a strap I have on my back. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. like you. What? (laughs) You better watch your mouth or I'm going to test it out on you first. Uh, Keelan, uh, as he's like moving around the area, is really unfamiliar with a lot of this stuff. So he like picks up his sword and he's like testing out the weight and the swing of it. But as he swings it up, it sort of embeds in the roof and he sort of stops (laughs) and tries to pull it out and he just kind of like leaves it there and he's like oh, you know what i i, I think I, I think i'm all right i you know just i think the good old backpack will do me uh, do me just fine um is there any like rope maybe you do find uh, about 50 feet of rope i just grab some rope <laughs> just, uh, as i Later kind of i night. walk by as Minnie's father enters the tavern, a sword falls from the stone. Oh, no. <laughs> Who could have done I'm this? I'm so proud of my daughter. Um, seeing as though um, there's no like notable armor or anything like that, uh, Rune will, um, I guess, take out her staff, or it's probably already been out, um, but she's going to purposely like put it in front of her and sort of like lean against it and do like a pose and then try and make eye contact with Barak and say, Hey, Hey bear, check it out. Look what mom gave me. That's fucking lame. I found a sweet (laughs) stick. (laughs) How can you say this? This is from, from this, this is handed down. It's really special. I don't know, Rune. Well, Have you seen wait, the wait, handle of that on. stick? That fits perfectly. That's a good stick. No, no, no. Oh, she's, got a, she's got a point. And he just kind of like walks in closer and like, look, can I see it? No. <laughs> she pushes him. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. She's learning. She's learning. Only yeah. once. <laughs> yeah. 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 
All right. Is there anything else anybody's picking up? Uh, yeah, I would like a bow. I... Ooh, go. Mm. There's a bow. There is a short bow. Yep. You might want to grab some arrows to go with that mini. I think there's some underneath the bar over there. Oh, yeah. Good call. She'll go look for them. And so she's just flicking the string repeatedly. That's not yes, a bad idea. We could start idea. a band. <laughs> yeah, we would need a name. We're not very good at that. We still don't even have a group name. If we're doing a work job together, we should have a business name. Um, That's really hmm. normal. The Horse Lords. No. No. Kaelin. Oh, okay. Very oh, horses are I like it. You know, I'm voting for it. You got my vote. Oh, thank, thank you, Ed. I appreciate that. As they're, as they're um, kind of voting, Dave, uh, seeing as how this is kind of like my abode, um, I'm looking for light armor if I can find of any type. Would I even have some even upstairs in my own kind of quarters? Uh, you don't see any armor situated there. Um, Nothing, in fact, none of you, in fact, of you, none of have, none of you can see armor there, nor do any of you possess any armor. You haven't really any need for it as just general young adolescents within the town. Okay, cool. Uh, what's the shiniest thing I can find? Uh, <laughs> shiniest thing you can, can find roll? is already attached to your hip, my friend. Fair enough. Oh, that's a good point. Man. I kind of cover that a little bit. Um, I'm going to go over and pull the sword out of the ceiling. Okay. Kind uh, of like wrench it free, and I'm going to look to Barrack, and I'm going to be like, you know, this is probably the sharpest sword in the entire city. I'll trade you that lame shield for it. I don't... No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You well, you're missing sword. out. Wait, I'll give you wait. A... I'll arm wrestle you for it, though. I mean... I'll oh, tell you what. I'll wrestle. You see, like, small veins trying to jump up into this conversation of yeah. giants. I would like. <laughs> no, the, the, I was going to look down on it. And he's going to, like, take a second to go, I'll get in on that action. Uh, yeah, you go ahead and wrestle for it. Vea, you go ahead and take my place. Okay. She's champing for you? All right. All right. As you uh, find a small barrel that you can set up that fits you both properly. Mm-hmm. Keelan will do the um the the holding hands thing to make sure that that it's all fair. Oh fuck. All right, I want a fair game, all right? No cheating, no leaning over the table, all right? Make sure that your shoulders stay away from the barrel top. On my mark, okay? 3 2 And then I'm going to let go. Idiot says what? All <laughs> right, as as you feel each other press up against each other Dang in it. contest. Go ahead and both of you uh make athletics checks for me. Look, Benny, you want to get on gonna some of this action? my ass. Two to the one here on Veo. Like, what? Yep. <laughs> Solid motherfucking five. Sixteen. <laughs> Sixteen. The training of Veo is clearly on display at this point, as she instantly puts your arm to the ground. Yes, that's Varun. Suck it. Which is very hey, impressive because you were on a barrel ready. <laughs> <laughs> But I will win with or, def- or lose with grace. No, that's not possible for you. Also, don't we get your stick now or something? What were we even playing for? The shield. <laughs> I love, like the shield. That's uh, oh. And this. And he's gonna like cup a fart and like. Crush it <laughs> <out>. <laughs> can I try to dodge this? Sure. Go ahead and make a actually make a Constitution saving throw. All of you. I. 
22. And that 20. Hey! Hey! Boo, 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 boo. I'll just kind I was of freeze hung around there in. too long. <laughs> 19 for Rune. She's seen his <laughs> fart tricks. Okay. Also 19. <laughs> okay. Oh, Everybody I didn't. I didn't realize we were all rolling. My bad. I have so many siblings. I'm well, so all of you this. except Barrick. I mean, everybody likes it, their own it brand. Does help. I did roll a dirty 20 to roll out of the way. Okay. 21. <laughs> 21. 21. You are all very familiar with Barrick's antics. And as soon as you see the arm coming up from the behind, you immediately all this rush out of the room. Oh, <laughs> I would like to barricade the door to keep Barrick in there with his own farts. You all barricade oh, wow. him within the room for a short period, all giving a little bit of a snicker and a laugh uh, before letting Barrick out once more. He just meditates in it. He's he's all about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that makes sense. Uh, is there anything else anyone you anyone would like to do before you head out on your mission? I did get my knife, um, right? Yeah. You've got an upgraded sword, so yours is no longer rusty, old, and dull. You now have the shiny sword that was pulled out of the uh, out of the ceiling. Got it. How far is the um, uh, how far is the port, Parker Starfish? Uh, it's about a half day's travel there and a half day back. All right. Um, before we go, I want to go back to my place and I want to, um, if I can, uh, use some of the, like, just tools and materials that we've got at the, at the farm to kind of make like a harness with like a crate. So it's almost like a backpack that we can put the bottles into, um, while we carry them. Yeah, you, okay. you actually wouldn't need to go back to your place in order to do that. You would easily be able to find uh, two belts that uh, that seem to have been left behind and an empty cart or case crate. I also want to grab. I also want to grab some of my tools. Okay, in that case, yeah, you yeah. you run back and you can get whatever uh, whatever tools you're looking for, as well as your uh, your long cool. long hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm kind of on the same. I wouldn't mind just filling out like a basic survival kit, uh, looking for general rope. Oh yeah, no, no, no. In terms of the the items, again, just assume that all starting gear was available to you within the uh, within the storage. Um, in okay. terms of weapons and things along those lines, uh, it was as I described it. Armor, none of you guys have at this point. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I'm ready to go. Who's ready to go on a delivery mission? I appreciate your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's my first mission, you know, outside of town. You know, uh, mom and dad, they, they want me to look after the livestock, and this is the first time I get to, you know, go out and see stuff. I mean, it's not the mountain, of course, and, you know, I probably still won't get much of that, but, but nonetheless, you know, I've never seen the ocean before. Have you seen the ocean? Al's seen the ocean. Al, you've seen the ocean, haven't you? I saw it for a little bit, yeah. It's, it's, it's not that. Al has seen the ocean, guys. Come on. You know, we might not be, you know, embarking on something that's going to plunge us into this whirlwind adventure that might end the world, but we get to go see the seaside. We get to go and, you know, uh, go see, visit Mr. Hootie. You know, there's so many things to look forward to. Come on, fellas. Let's try it again. Who's with me? We're going on a quest. Hurrah! Come on, guys. On three. Oh, yeah. One, two, three. Money. Drops. Money! Money! Oh. Let's pay Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go. As the camaraderie all takes place, you all begin to make your way to the southern end exit of the village. And as you begin to travel along the edge of the village, 
the famed yellow brick road comes into view. Countless Aww. individuals have traversed this road all the way from Seesaw Harbor up to the Emerald City. However, your path simply crosses the road onto a smaller path that leads to the puckered starfish wharf. However, at the crossroads stands a simple rustic well. But this is no ordinary well. Many travelers have spoken of the famed wishing well before. All you have to do is throw a stone and speak your wish. But those are all children's stories and superstitions, right? Yep, let's go. No! <laughs> Wait, we're Might at the wishing well. well? You were at we're the wishing well. We're physically there? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. It's, I can't believe it's here. Okay, hold, hold on. Um, Rune oh, looks maybe. for a stone. Oh, she's going to turn this into a <gasps> whole thing. I got a stone! And I go in my backpack with my random collection of rocks. Look, this one's shaped like a moon. It's perfect for you. Wow. Mindy, <laughs> thank you. How long have you had this for? I don't know. I picked it up a couple weeks back. I've been meaning to give it to you. I keep forgetting. Oh, well, thank you. This is really cool. It feels really smooth. I'm going to throw it away now. Ruth <laughs> 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 will throw it into, into the well, and she'll lean over and uh, close her eyes, and she'll start mumbling to herself. What is Rune's wish? Oh, do I have to say it out loud? Yep. That's the oh. point. But can I say it really quietly? Like, <laughs> In other words, can I whisper? Specifically goes I'd like to use the soft words. <laughs> All wishes yeah, have to be spoken language. out loud. That's the that's All the right. mythology behind it. Rune feeling cheated, we'll say. <laughs> well, I wish that... I wish that I get a better sense of my powers and that I know what to do next. You hear a bloop as the stone hits the water. She turns around immediately. Do I look different? Did anything happen? Do I look cooler? God. You're one rock lighter. Oh, you look even dumber than before. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to try. Wish, though, just so you know. All right. Is, 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 the magic, is the magic based on the size of the rock as well? Like the bigger rock you throw in. I want to find a big rock. Uh, wishes okay. usually come with a cost, so it makes sense. Bigger the cost, you know, bigger the payment. Uh, it makes perfect wish. sense. So a you blood a, rock would be worth more. You find oh, a, a, rel a relatively large rock, Keelan. Okay, here we go. Right. Uh, in. Roll it in there, big guy. Come on. And I, what is Keelan's wish? This. All right. I wish that Thunderbore selects me for the watch and I can become a proud delivery hero just like me old man. Oh, the water level went up a bit. That's kind of cool. Right. <clears throat> okay, 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 okay. Me next, me next, me next, me next, me next. Minnie steps up to the well. She'll, she'll like, sort of her rock, and then she'll pick one that makes sense for her. 
and then she'll just like kind of hold it over the well and sort of plop it and watch it drop. And then she'll say, I wish I was big enough for a big adventure. Uh, what about Jeremy? Oh yeah, Jeremy. Here. And she'll <laughs> she'll take the she'll take the dagger out of his mouth. I'm gonna die! I'm gonna instantly fall dead. Don't let him win. What are you waiting for? I shit blood with my enemy. You find a small like, smooth so stone. Good, explodes. You find a small smooth stone that fits into Jeremy's mouth. He leans over. <laughs> And lets it go. And then just glares up at Rune. Smile. Um, will walk up next. And since GF Power has already called me out on it, I'm not going to pee in the well. Uh, (laughs) God. He just takes some pocket lint out of his... Trousers and just dashes it in. I wish that my future was mine to decide. And then looks awkwardly at everyone and then walks away. Okay. You should have used more than pocket lint for that one, mate. <laughs> it's a precious commodity. Don't be Vea, like that. Come go? on, Vea. Fine. It's tradition. Go stand over at the edge or something. This doesn't have to be a public affair. Yes, it does. Does it? Is that? She'll look at... What? Uh, that's the rules. Who yeah. wrote the rules? I, I thought you liked following that. them. I do. Should just do it. It's fine. I did it. And look, I'm fine. And even Jeremy made a wish, and I'm still fine. <laughs> and it takes like a step back. <laughs> yeah, we all just take a step hand. back away from Rune. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vale will look at the um, dumb but shiny replacement sword that she has, and she's going to pick up just like a small pebble on the ground and bounce it in her hand before throwing it in. I wish to find a sword as strong as my will to win. Bloop. There. Okay. We're done. There's no more to show. We can leave now. Uh, wait, but, but doesn't Al get to get a little wishy thing? Oh, or did I, I don't know of a well. Oh, go on. No, no, you, you know, have you know. to. Everybody Al. else did. Everyone else got one. All right, all right, all right. I will but slap you right in the face. <laughs> let me just say uh, immediately, you guys completely messed up. If you ever get a wish source that doesn't have any rules, you should always ask for more wishes. That's like wish Damn 101. It. Oh, Dang it. But I got you, I got you guys oh, that back. Been... Don't worry. Al's here. He knows how to manipulate wishes. Kind of like pats the the lamp on their lap a little bit and kind of walks up to the the well and uh they're gonna pull out uh, a stone out of their pocket but it doesn't quite look like anything that you guys would find from around the region and uh he's gonna look at the stone and then look back at the group i wish everyone else gets their wishes and then flip the stone into the, the well oh oh 
I'm gonna oh. go hug Al. Allowed. Oh, uh, get away from me, you think. <laughs> no, I'm gonna lift him up. Yeah, okay, okay. We're walking this way. Yeah, come on. I want a piece. I want a piece. I do. I do. I want. You're about six foot four into the air. I'm so high right now. As the last <laughs> stone finds its way into the water, you all take a moment to look at one another, smiling, thinking about what possibilities could be ahead. And so, as you put your backpacks on, back on, you begin to make your way to the other side of the yellow brick road. And so, our story begins. And welcome back, everyone. Holy Thank you crap. so much for joining us for our very first chapter of the campaign. We are all very, very, very excited to uh, to to get this ball rolling with all of you. Um, and hey, let's give a quick round of applause to both Bobby and Reyna for such an amazing job on uh, on the artwork. <laughs> Good job, Bobby. Reina, you did such a great you. job on the art. I love it. The colors. Honestly, shows. Reina, yeah. knocked it out of the park. The art yeah, is best. Yeah. Amazing. I hate my life. Bobby did like <laughs> overlays, whatever. Did he even hey. look at them? We're definitely getting overlay of this year. This year. We're going to beat yeah. Cantrip Cast this year, guys. I can feel it. I can feel it yeah. in my bones that we're going to beat the Cantrip Cast this year. With that Brandon, said, we guys. We love you, but you're going down. Um, before, before we wrap up, uh, I'll give one last call. If you're not already in on the giveaway for the evening, I'll put it up on screen quickly for you guys so you can see it. Ooh, fancy dice box by our wonderful, uh, wonderful sponsors, Mithril Armory. Um, you can check them out at mithrilarmory.com and Hey, go check out their new Kickstarter for the dice scroller that they're going to be doing. Use exclamation mark roll in chat right now. Uh, and good luck to everyone. I'll give you all a second to go ahead and do that to my wonderful players. Thank you so much for joining me for the evening um we've all as you all know we put in some hard work in this campaign uh and i'm very 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 excited to see where this all goes uh okay. before we leave off is there any other notes from reina cc ceo yeah um i'm gonna swing it over to nate for patreon cool yeah we saw a couple of you guys join in tonight it was awesome having you guys there tonight was a fucking blast Come check us out on Patreon. There's session zero. If you want to see what happened before this episode, see why the hell Jeremy might have drowned to death. Um, go check it out there. You can join for free as well. It's not a paid thing. You can just go even check out the posts and content stuff. So come say hi. And uh, thanks for everyone who already did. 
We also may or may not have a nudie calendar. Ooh, that's that's not on the free tier, Bobby. It's not on the free on tier. May not. All right, with that said, I'm going to close up the entries for the evening. Good luck to all those who have entered. Um, and hey, can I get a drum roll? Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. And the winner of tonight's dice box, the none other than the lovely, the beautiful, the talented. Nivik the Wanderer, congratulations, hey. my friend. Nivik, well Congrats. done. Uh, if you're in our Discord, Sound come off. join us there. Let us know. Uh, alternatively, you can just whisper us on Twitch. We can get that. Uh, we can get that there. Uh, but congratulations, my friends, guys. We've got plenty, plenty more uh, giveaways that are going to be coming uh, in the next couple weeks. So stay tuned for that. Um, but before we all leave you for the evening, to all the adventurers out there. Whether you find yourself in your hometown with your friends causing a little bit of mischief or on your way to your very first adventure, I beg you all one word of caution. Be careful out there. You can trip. Guys, we will see you all next week. Love all your faces. Take care. Bye! Bye!